So we're starting this. I'm already a little buzzed. I'm already pretty buzzed, actually. I'm and, catching up. And you're starting. You're starting drink number two. This so is drink number two. This should be interesting to go. To see where we go. Mm-hmm. So you think you can. I can absolutely taste the difference between Coke and Pepsi. You think you can taste the difference between Bite Coke me. and Pepsi? Bite me on this. <laughs> I, I mean, I've, I've never actually tried them side by side, but I've never actually cared that much because they're both just like fizzy sugar water. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's what I thought before. And then one day I'm just like, fine, I'll just, I'll just have a Pepsi. And Pepsi is like less fizzy, I think. And to me, it's like a bit sweeter. It's a bit sweeter. And it has less bite. That's that's for me the flavor profile of Pepsi versus Coke. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because remember there was a long time ago a Pepsi commercial where it's just like it's easier to drink than Coke. <laughs> I swear there was like a commercial no, about I don't, something I don't like that. Remember that. Yeah, I think it was. Just Although like, like I've never easy. really generally liked colas like in general, so mm. like I never got Pepsi or Coke. I was always a root beer guy. Mm. I like I like my bite. Barks has bite. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 I like my root beer. Uh, when Ilya came over a few weeks ago, I made him some coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just had some left from the night before, so I heated it up, which is like a faux pas in like the eyes of 80% of people out there. <laughs> like, yeah. You've got to make that fresh coffee. Yeah. And I got, I've got this problem with just throwing stuff out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like throwing food out, really throwing anything out, like just the idea of something going from farm straight down straight down the sanker into the trash bugs me and like yeah most people only don't drink the reason why most people won't drink coffee after it's become cold Mm -hmm. is because they're told that they're not supposed to i wonder if it has something to do with like I don't know, to me, I've never been able to taste really a difference. Coffee always just tastes like coffee to me. Coffee tastes like coffee. Whether it's from yesterday or, like, fresh. And Ilya looked it up, and he said that... Because, like, I made it for him, and I heated him up. I'm like, he's like, wait, you're just heating it up? Ilya's, like, kind of weird. <laughs> Ilya's like, you troglodyte. <laughs> Ilya's also kind of weird with... <laughs> Uncultured swine. <laughs> Ilya's also kind of weird with microwaves. He's not, he's not super bad. Um... He, he doesn't own a microwave, so he doesn't just to show, just, I guess a lot of people how, don't. How does he heat up his food? He doesn't need an oven, a stove. The yeah. thing is, a lot of people don't actually own microwaves. Yeah. Like, people who don't live with their parents and don't have a house, like, unless an apartment comes with a microwave, you don't get a microwave. Yeah, and microwaves guess, are expensive. You could just put and you, anything in a toaster to heat it up, You I do guess. a toaster oven. You can't put anything in a toaster. You can't put wet things in a toaster. No, but I mean, I mean, one of those, one of those toaster ovens Toast that have oven, the toaster oven. You mean toaster? Yeah. Okay. Not like a toaster. Yeah. You know the <laughs> just, and then they pop up. Not I cool. want to heat up my coffee. <laughs> just pour it into the slots. <laughs> and you um, just lick the counter of the just the hot coffee that comes out. I mean, in that case, it would probably definitely be quicker just to use a coffee maker to make more coffee. Yeah. Or <laughs> just put coffee in the back where the water goes and just re-coffee it. <laughs> I feel like that would probably wreck the whole machinery of it. But I guess you could put, um, you could just get a tiny little sauce pot, put the coffee back on. Yeah, again, and it. see, if that if that's the discussion, then I totally get just making a new batch. Because mm. that's, that's more work than that's, just making a more new batch. Yeah, it takes a while to heat up a coffee. And I don't... Hold on, my phone's back. 
turn this on. Like, if it's like half a cup of coffee and the bottom of the thing, mm -hmm. you can just, like, I don't care if you dump that out and make another pot. No. When I see people dump like four or five cups out because yeah. it's gone cold, like, it's, um, it was a really problem in the biology student union because we went through coffee so fast. Because mm -hmm. people would only ever make giant pots of coffee and then two people would have a cup. Why would they make And then people would come in two hours later and they see there's a pot of coffee. Yeah. But it's gone cold and they just dump it out and they make Why another... Why do they make such large batches to begin with? I don't with? know. I don't know. Um, it's take, it took people a while to figure out how to properly make coffee in a coffee maker. Mm -hmm. Um... But back to the whole thing with like, so Ilya looked it up and mm -hmm. um, he's like, well, apparently it oxidizes and some people say they can't taste the difference. Um, yeah. I'm like, all right, let's do a blind taste test. Let's do a blind taste test. Oh, yeah. Uh, and he couldn't figure it out. But he Blake came over and Blake can, Blake says he can tell the difference between reheated cup coffee and fresh coffee mm -hmm. just by looking at it. What? And to his credit, he did. He guessed the right one. But this is it? an N of one, and it's a 50-50 shot that he gets it right. There's no way you can you can tell by looking. It's just dark water. How can you possibly tell by looking at it? I Again, I don't know. Like He looks for the steam from the fresh <laughs> cup. <laughs> it's not steaming. That's old coffee. Maybe, yeah. Blake <laughs> drinks a lot of coffee. Holy is shit. He, is he like a coffee nerd? Like I don't. I don't know if he's a coffee nerd. He doesn't. I don't. He has an espresso maker. He doesn't mm -hmm. have a coffee maker. He buys. He goes to Starbucks two or three times a day. Oh, that's yeah. a big money sink. It's a big money sink. He mostly drinks black coffee. Oh, I mean that would be pretty cheap then. But I mean, not as cheap as making your own coffee. No, yeah. Also, super bad for you. Mm. Oh, just drinking that much coffee all the time. Yeah. Do you remember from the podcast? Yeah. Coffee has a 12-hour quarter life. Yeah, it's half-life of six hours. You so have a coffee at noon and at midnight. If you're having a large Starbucks just... at noon and then you go to bed at midnight, that's like yeah. a small Starbucks right before bed. And you, bed. Just, you just don't, you just throw that down and hope for a good and night's sleep. And then people sleep. are like, oh, I can still sleep fine. It's like, no, you fall asleep fine and you stay asleep, but you're not getting those deep My level sleep. My mom sleeps. said that when I was telling her about it. She was just like, oh, you know, like, yeah, I could have coffee later. And I'm like, but I'm like, mom, you don't know, though. You fall asleep, but you're not getting enough deep sleep. You yeah. lose a significant amount of deep sleep. It's like, there, and then there's a difference system. between deep sleep and REM. Yeah. Like, it's like REM, then deep sleep. No, no, no. It's deep and then REM. Is it? Yeah. Because REM happens, like, oh, maybe, two, yeah. like at least, like, two, or, two to four or five a.m. You remember, because uh, have you watched, have you, did you hear the whole thing? Because wasn't it that, like, if you have, uh, if you push your sleep back, you become REM deprived? Because you, you go to bed really late, so you're going into deep sleep when you should be going into REM, and then there's not enough time to go to have all the REM, the REM sleep that you should be having. Yeah, like if you're getting up too early? If you go to bed late, I think. Because you need to go to bed... Oh, because you're not sleeping long yeah, enough to get the, the REM. Yeah, because you need to be in deep sleep for enough time to go into REM, mm. I think. And then and then I think he was saying something See, about... I, I sleep my best at 7 a.m. Like, 4 a.m. rolls around. Like, yeah. if, if it's one of those nights where mm -hmm. I'm up all night, I totally cut you off. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. If, if I'm up all night 
And it's one of those nights where I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, fuck, it's one of those nights. Yeah. It's like every half an hour, half an hour, half an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without fail, every time, 4.35 a.m., boom, I am out. Yeah. I'm out like a light. You're sleeping your shit over. Yeah. It's just too high and then yeah. just, your brain's like, shh. And then my alarm goes off at like 7.30 because I have to go to school or whatever. And I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, because you're waking <laughs> up from, from either deep or REM. Probably just deep sleep because you didn't have enough time to go into REM sleep. Yeah. And see, it's not as much as big of a deal when I have school, but when it's work. Oh God! You can't, you can't just be like, I'm not going into work today. Yeah. Right. I hate that. I want if I could have a job that goes from like ten thirty six thirty. Oh, yes. Mm. Golden. Yeah. And I can get up at nine. Well, eleven thirty, seven thirty actually. Wake up at nine. If I can wake up at nine thirty and go to my job. Mhm. That would be pretty good. That I would sleep, aces every night. Mm, I would. Yeah, because you you like to eat late anyways, so yeah. the dinner time would be pushed back anyways. Cause I do not have a problem eating dinner at eight or nine o'clock at night. But it's like it's just it's it's not good for you though. I don't know, man. When I don't, I, I feel like I feel like it. Either you're the outlier, or because I feel like in general, based on what I learned in uh, circadian rhythms, after like. 7 p.m. and this is just like a super super general thing like your digestive enzymes start to shut down just because your body's like we're not eating anything now like we don't need to spend uh resources making stomach acid and then your small intestine absorbs less what if i don't eat anything during the rest of the day that's the thing like earlier in the day yeah yeah, it could just be that you don't Cause you get, because you you're get, fasting you, you, now. You get you get really hungry at around noon, one o'clock. Not really. Well, you get hungry. Most of the time, I get I get hungry, but a lot of it is I think still just psychological hunger, where it's just like noon, where it's just like my brain is like it's oh. food time. Yeah. yeah, I still get like phantom hunger around when I used to. Have I still breakfast. I, I still get hunger around noon fairly. But that's because noon is the 12, 12 o'clock point, the 12 hour point mm, since yeah. I ate last. Yeah. And like my body's like, like that's usually 12 hours is usually where you start switching over to ketosis. Mm, yeah. Um, and that's, that's when my body's like, all right, food or we're doing something different here. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, hungry for like 20 minutes. But yeah, like, I don't know. When I don't eat before bed, I don't sleep. Yeah, you just get way too hungry. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. It's not even. Or I don't... you just need stomach, or you no, need food. No, it's, it's in not your even that. It doesn't have sleep. anything to do with it, what my stomach's doing. I just every time I just don't sleep. That's weird, man. <laughs> I can't sleep if I remember. Remember that that day I was telling you where I just I ate all the pastries and ice cream, like pretty late. I think I ate it around like nine, when I usually. Maybe. That's like. Like, nine is usually, like, my hard cutoff for food. And, like, there's a day... It was... I Snapchatted you a picture of me slowly eating a oh, gingerbread man. Oh, you slowly... Why just, are you eating gingerbread men in March? Where are you getting your gingerbread men from? I don't know. I think my mom gets them somewhere. Can she get me a gingerbread man? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can ask her where she gets them, and then I can... I can, I can give you some gingerbread men. Yeah. I can hook you up with some gingerbread men. Hey, do you know what... It, do, do, you have, do you have a line on gingerbread men? <laughs> <laughs> I do have a lot of gingerbread. Oh shit! 
What does that mean? Yep, do you know where I can get gingerbread men? Okay. What kind <laughs> of lingo is that? <laughs> uh, I knew I had a feeling I knew what it meant, but I needed to confirm with you. Uh, I mean, I'd, I'd say it's it. more like, like official, like, I want to say like government, like. Oh, yeah? Well. Oh, because I was like. You, you ever hear the sounds phrase. Like, sounds like the, gangster lingo or like. Well, that's kind of what I was going for. Drug dealer lingo. Like using like a not direct. You ever, you ever hear the, the term drop as a line? Yeah. Yeah. That's like old. That's like a 90s. Oh, yeah. Later. Yeah. Like even, even older in the than 2000, nine, even yeah, in right? Two, no, well into like definitely into the 2000s. This is KCTS drop us line if you'd like to donate. Yeah, no, drop us a line. I still think you occasionally hear it instead of give us a call. Oh, not in a long time. I can't remember the last time I've heard that. I've heard that maybe maybe for like really old commercials. Yeah. Or like uh, you know, is it KCTS that always asks for donations or PBS? PBS. They're like drop us a line if you'd like to. Does PBS say drop of the line? I feel like I've heard that. I on, usually heard it in like terms like, of like businesses and customer service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd hear that there. What were we talking about before? <laughs> uh, drop of the line. Gingerbread uh, man. Gingerbread man. I was eating gingerbread e- man. You were really eating. Late. <laughs> <laughs> and I was Snapchatting you just uh, the progress pictures of me. Eating the limbs. It was sad to and watch. And then the torso is gone, and it's just, I always eat gingerbread man that way. I never go head first. You can't go head first. No, I, you do. You have to watch the face. <laughs> for me, for me, it's you just like. You have to maintain eye contact. Just, for me, it's like a weird sort of like, if you're going to eat something, eat like the, the thing, the parts that are sticking out, so you get to the main bit. And then, yeah. I don't know why that makes I guess that's, my, my that's brain how I do happy. It too. That's just like... But here's the weird thing. Most people, when you give them a round thing, they start from the middle and eat out. But that's a cake. It's a pie. Think about it. Yeah, you eat you eat cakes and pies from the center out. Yeah, but think about it. But you don't do that with things that aren't round. Well, because you have to like... Well, because it's usually... You've got this like crust... And you don't want to start with the crust. But see, that's the dirty secret, though, and we know this we because know this we've from, eaten a we lot of pies. Pies like monsters. <laughs> we eat so many pies There's from the no, pan. There are there are no if nice we, slices. If <laughs> we enter some form of grocery store that has a bakery, the odds are better that we're gonna leave with, with a, pie. a pie. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna see that pie. And we're gonna. We we're gonna... we have left a grocery store time more times with a pie than without a pie. This is very true. We have. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we have. <laughs> we almost go to grocery stores always with like, hey, there's pie here. Yeah, we do. We we, we go pie. in with the expectation of pie. Yeah. We occasionally, forget about the pie, but sometimes we're like. Even when we go to sometimes... other people's places and we and we and we go to a grocery store to get snacks, we're like. Guys, we're getting a pie. We're getting a pie. (laughs) Yeah. So here's the here's the dirty little secret when you're being a glutton and eating pie straight from a pan, and this is relevant to us because we eat pie straight from the pan all the time. We don't have time for slices. Why would you do that when there's only two people eating a pie? Why would you bother cutting into slices? (laughs) Right? No. That seems so silly. I mean, you what you what I I really want to do one one of these days. That it's just I don't know if I really want to do this, but I like the idea of it. Having a cake and just eating, just eating, with your hand? taking fistfuls of cake and eating it okay. that way. With a caveat. Yeah. Nitrile glove. 
I mean... Or do you, do you want to get it that's off? That's weird. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> now this is a weird fetish thing. This is strange. You've, like, no, you've turned it safety. clinical now? <laughs> I mean, you just wash your hands properly. Yeah, but your I mean, hands get all sticky. See, the thing is, when I think about that... You can get a when small I'm cake that, for yourself. When, when I'm doing that, I'm not, I'm not worried about... If I'm just shoving my bare hand in there... I'm not worried, like, I'm worried, okay, <laughs> yeah. if, I, if I am shoving my bare hand in there, I'm yeah. thinking about where the pie is on my hand, I'm thinking about getting my fingernails, I'm thinking about the cleanup. But that's, that's, you wash your hands before, you wash your hands after, it's fine. You go in, clean hands, you do your, you do your dirty business with the, with the cake. <laughs> you're shame. You, do, you take the cake into you, the bathroom and you turn the light off. <laughs> And you just eat it, just eat it, eat it in the dark. One one candle, one small one candle. candle, and so Dido playing so Dido playing so loud <laughs> that nobody can hear what you're doing. What playing so loud? Dido, um, I think that's right. Yeah, like the is it the Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls guys? Oh, TLC. TLC. That's TLC. Who's Dido? Dido, do you know the song Stan? Mm-hmm. Uh. By uh, Eminem. No. Tea's gone cold. I'm wondering why. Got out. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna play. Okay. I'm probably. I'll probably recognize it. Well, I. I think it's. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway. Derailed the joke. Eating cake in the dark with a candle and. But yeah, it's weird with the nitro gloves. That's like. (laughs) That's. I don't know. Okay. I also kind of like like doing things with gloves on. You just want to. You're doing something that's wrong. You're doing something that's so fundamentally wrong, and I feel like it's something that you you have to do. It's once taboo. In, it's taboo. You're not supposed to have do that. Have you ever shoved your face in a cake? I've had one of my one. I had a. I think for my maybe it was like a seventh birthday. I had at Crash Crawlies, and and one of my friends tried to shove my face into a cake. But I. You have you ever done it on purpose though? No. Okay, so I have. <laughs> I just imagine Miss Delbert. Hello. <laughs> We get a buttercream, like, with really thick frosting. <laughs> so, um, my friends had a, me and my friends had a tradition where when it was your birthday, you took your piece of cake and you shoved your face into it. And you just just oh, like a no. slice or the whole thing? Just the slice. Okay, you don't yeah. want to ruin it for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So I've done that. Not a whole cake because then the, you, I feel like if you do that, you're not eating the but whole cake. Because here's the thing. Here's the dirty secret that yeah. nobody tells you about. <laughs> when you pull back up, the icing comes up and the cake stays down. Yeah, you just get that top layer of frosting <laughs> yeah. just all up in your face, right? That was before you had a beard, though, right? Because I have an... I mean, when you, was that when you just had No, the, that was... This was when I was a kid. This was definitely... This is, this, is, this is baby smooth. So you're baby smooth when you were doing this. Yeah. Imagine doing that with a full beard. No, now. I'm not doing that. Just imagine doing, doing that. that, and you just have all the sugar bits <laughs> in your. No, I don't need that in my in life. In your face hair, and you have to. Can I have a night? Fully scrub, Can I have a night? A trial glove for, for your face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can. Okay, this isn't really a, uh, a glove thing, but like at my at my work, uh, I think I told you this before. I might when I was at SFP Animal Care, they had they had you know how they have hair nets, beard, they have beard nets. Beard nets. Yeah. You should get that, but there's like maybe they 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 have like rubber things for beards and just <laughs> like slap, like uh like a like a shower cap. 
Yeah, like, like a, a, or a swim cap, but for your beard with a mouth cut in it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! What if it's like one of those like the things that dentists put in your mouth when they're gonna work on one tooth, and they like floss it into your teeth? Oh god! What if you have that, and it just goes over the bottom of your face? But, and there's but a now pulp. you're talking about teeth things, and it makes it so much worse. It's weird now. You don't need shit going in your teeth. <laughs> That's weird now. You gotta <laughs> talk. Yes, the like, nitrile gloves are weird. A... Having stuff in your teeth is a different level. Oh, yeah, that's even that's even weirder. <laughs> yeah, but the whole point in shoving your hand into a cake is just is to do it with your bare hands, like like you like like you're doing something wrong, and then you just eat it with your bare hand. If you're doing it with a glove, I feel like that's you're it's you're a coward. Surgical... <laughs> you're a coward, and, and you're, you're lying not, to yourself. You're lying to yourself. That's not how it should be done. You're, you can't be afraid of the cake. You gotta, the you, cake is afraid of you. You gotta raw dog that cake. You just gotta go for it. Are we talking like a layered cake? Like multiple layers? Yeah. What, I would, yeah. Cream in the middle? What are we talking? Oh jelly yeah, like, 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 you know, like. Uh, cake frosting cake top although it frosting. would be great to just have like one of those cakes with all like the fancy like roses and shit on it oh. and then you can just like just grab a rose just with your fingers just pop i was so happy when i when i got a corner piece with flour <laughs> on it yeah from from when there was cake at my work i was like because i had already had a slice of cake and then somebody brought up the extras and there was a corner piece with a big ass flower and I was like, my dreams have come true. I need to. Have, I did not want a second slice of cake. All I wanted was what that flower. What if you flour. just took the flower? Would that be taboo? I feel like I would get fired. <laughs> I'd be like, this girl is too strange. Be like, did you? Did you just? It's like there's that there's that one girl you work with that's like, I'm so weird that I I read some, the entire synopsis of a movie before I watch it. And yeah. Then, oh and then God. I cut through like I skip around in movies when I watch it. I don't or watch Siri, it. Or she watches random episodes. I watch, just, Random episodes Not in non-linear order, and she knows what the plot is, and she's like, "What are you doing?" There's, there's, so there's that there's that girl who's like, who's like, I watch episodes randomly and non-linearly of series, and then your supervisor's, "Yeah, this girl took a rose off a cake, bitch." She's you just like, got, and didn't eat the slice. She just took it. You she ain't just got took nothing it. on Rose Girl, man. <laughs> I am Rose Girl. You are I'm Rose just, Girl. I'm the sugar. I'm the fondant Rose Girl. Then whenever uh, a cake comes out, you're like, <laughs> oh my god! There's a show that my parents were watching. Have you heard of the Orville? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's one episode we were watching when I think they're having a party for somebody who's the robot or something who is who has decided to go back to his home planet or something, and they have a cake for him. <laughs> and there's one of the there's one of the characters who who looks like one of those weird guys from Star Trek with the weird mm-hmm. folded forehead sort of. Yes, you make. You make people aliens in Star Trek by putting, giving them strange-looking ears. Yeah. Giving them ridges. <laughs> the, yeah. Aliens have ridges. He has all the ridges. And strange eyebrows. It's like, it's like ears, the for, eyebrows, yeah. ears, foreheads, and eyebrows is how you determine that someone's an alien. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And and this guy was like, uh, he was trying to, he's pretty much just like the straight man. But like, he he had the, he has these moments in the show. Uh, my, my parents were binging it and I was like watching with them and... It was, it was one of the funniest things I've seen from from that character in the show, and th- he was talking to this girl who was like who was like giving out pieces of cake, and he like he demanded the the corner piece, and she's just like, why do you why do you want the corner piece? 
corner piece is like because there's a flower on it and I would like the flower. It's <laughs> like she's like, "Are you serious?" And he's like, "Yes, please give me the flower." <laughs> and then he <laughs> he just unapologetically like, "I want I want the corner piece. I don't want that slice. I want the corner piece with the flower, please. Yeah. I want it. Give it to me." Everyone loves and, that life. And there was another guy at the party who was drunk and just sort of like, "Hey man, have some cake." And just gives him like a non-corner piece. And he just like stares at it and he's like, I hate this party. And walks away. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was so funny. It's such a weird show. The show can't figure out if it wants to be serious or funny. Because it has Seth MacFarlane in it. Yeah, it's his he's, show. Yeah, and it's so weird because he's playing such a serious character. Like he tries to be super serious. He, he usually does play serious characters. What else is he serious? Because um, in this he, one, he he's, plays... He's, okay. When he's doing live action, he doesn't do a whole lot of acting. He yeah. Hit, he had his he had his one thousand one ways to die in the West. Oh yeah, that was right? that was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, but he also plays a serious. That's like, that's his thing. That's the serious guy that ends up in these absolutely ridiculous situations. Oh, where he tries to be like the straight man, yeah. sort of. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like Unless that was played that he like that character was played for laughs. Though he made jokes and was like it was meant to be funny, where he was like. He was like the meta guy who saw all this thing. He's just like, why would anybody live in the West? This is all. This is yeah. who sees everything and is like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. But like in the show, he's trying to. It's like he's almost like trying to be. Ah, um, uh, god damn it! What's his face? Bald. The guy from Star Trek. Oh. Like he's trying to be that character. But like, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. He's trying to be the Patrick Stewart of the... Of, really? I'm, I'm so bad at... The new generation. I think he's... Star Trek New Generation. That's the one with Patrick Stewart. Next Generation? I think that is it, right? I don't know. I don't watch a lot of Star Trek. Neither do I. I only know it just because of random episodes that my dad watches sometimes. And like... Yeah, he tries to be like the serious... He plays such a serious character. But he makes these sort of just like very quick jokes... Just like, like there's there was a moment where, I think after the party he was talking to like this girl who's like so obviously set up to be like his love interest, but it never happens, mm-hmm. or I don't know based on what I've seen so far, and it's just like, she's like, oh how, how did you recover from the party? She's like, yo not well like, I th- uh I threw up and he goes I threw up too. He's like oh well we, we should have hung out together and we could have thrown up together and then it, oh, the scene was over immediately and somebody came in and it was just like, very quick sort of like very like quick jokes mm. like that but like overall he's like he plays a very serious character and it's 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 weird it's like they're like jokey moments and then yeah it's like it can't it can't decide if it wants to be like a satir i thought at first i'm like oh this has seth, seth farland in it this is like a satir like a totally satirical thing and i kept watching it and i was like this is a serious show. Like, this is trying to seriously be, like, Star Trek. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I watched one episode of them going to, like, this uh, this planet, and the animation was amazing. Like, it had, like, extremely high-quality um, CG for rendering all the buildings of this planet. That dude has a lot of money. Yeah, it was, it was like, watching something out of Star Wars or Star Trek. Yeah. I was like... This is, like, way too high quality for, for, like, when you're in the ship, everything looks low budget. But, like, the, the, the CG in some parts are just, and the makeup is also excellent. Uh, the face makeup. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I think that's that's pretty excellent because a lot of the characters like they have the full I think cowl and everything and uh, all the mouth parts move really well and that's that's a sign of like really 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 good um, prosthetics because you can see the, the <laughs> facial movements of everything and yeah it's just strange <laughs> it's, it's a it's a weird show it, yeah. it doesn't know what it wants to be like maybe I don't know if he wanted it to be as serious as it ended up being or if he was thinking Oh, let's make a satirical copy of uh, Star Trek. But yeah, I kept watching episodes with my parents, and I was like, "This is like it's definitely trying to just be a, like a serious space show." Huh. I'm trying to think of what other serious stuff he does. He does a lot of producing. Yeah. He's, he produces a lot of stuff. Um. You see his name show up, but I mean. I guess Family Guy and American Dad are all just like jokes, 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 jokes. Yeah, maybe that's this is like the balance that he needs. Just because, yeah, those shows are just like 100% just like goof. And maybe maybe he wants to be seen as more of a serious uh, actor. And maybe, maybe that show is him being like, hey, this is me being like serious. Maybe he wants to be... Yeah, maybe I'd have, or to, I have to cast into more serious roles. I have to watch more of it, but I probably won't. <laughs> yeah. Um, just because it's not on Netflix, and that's the main thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me see here. I had something that I wanted to talk about. Hmm. Uh. Oh, this is kind of a cool thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know know about um like ocular migraines? Oh, are those the ones that like um, that just totally fuck up your vision? Oh, not ocular migraines. Uh, oh, ocular migraines. It's something like that. They just totally those, fuck up your the, vision. Are those and the ones that are like excruciatingly painful? No, they're not painful at all. People don't oh. know that they're getting migraines. Oh, like they just hallucinate? Or yeah, they can't, basically. Like they go they, blind or something? The, uh, my dad's friend used to have it happen to him. And uh, he never really realized it was happening. Like he, like he knew some like weird things were going on with his head. Oh, but weird. um they were out um there's this old bridge called the alexandria bridge in the fraser canyon mm-hmm. um and there's a new one and then there's an old one you can walk down to the old one it's kind of this really old suspension bridge mm-hmm. in the middle of this canyon and uh he was there with uh his wife and my parents mm-hmm. and he remembers looking over and seeing a baby floating in midair. Oh, you were telling me about this yeah. a while ago. Yeah. There's just a baby floating in midair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, messed up. what the hell? And like blinked and he moved. And then there was a woman holding the baby. So Like a real woman holding a real yes, baby? Yes. Oh, so there the was woman a, disappeared. In she, he couldn't see the, the woman. Oh, what? What it was is... The brain fills shit in. Yeah. So, um, everyone knows you have a blind spot and your brain just kind of fills shit in in that blind spot. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
It basically makes your blind spot bigger. Oh, or what? puts like patches of your patches of vision that's basically your blind spot. Mm-hmm. So there's like like your optic nerve is not properly communicating with your brain. Yeah. And your brain's like, "Oh, well there's nothing there." So we he was in this valley that mm-hmm. was filled with trees. Yeah. And he looks over and the background is just trees mm-hmm. and he sees the baby, but there's no information for the or he sees part of the baby and there's no information for the mother. Mm. So the brain goes, "Oh, well that's baby." Yeah. And then this is all just trees. Oh, weird. Yeah. <laughs> that's freaky. Yeah. So he must have been seeing other things too though. Yeah, yeah. Before that. That yeah. he said like that's when he like really first realized that the mind is incredibly fallible mm. and just like you can't trust what your brain is doing no yeah it's like you only see what your brain interprets because everything goes through mm. your brain first yeah that's mm. pretty creepy it could be that like you're seeing upside down and you would never know because your brain is used to seeing everything upside down like i feel like if you saw upside down you're you're i think wasn't wasn't there an experiment where they got people to see i think it was upside down or uh it was flipped somehow and then the eyes i think at one point uh flipped their whole <coughs> vision to match with gravity the they, brain just flipped it to do it properly yeah, I, think. I think i i think i learned this in neurobiology with the same prof that you're going to take animal physiology with uh, an ego? No. It's not the same prof then. Oh. No. That <laughs> prof was so good. I'm so Anyways. Anyways. Yeah, they made these goggles that I think it was upside down or something. And then they had this thing where they gave... I think they... They poked them or something. They, they, they got the the subject to wear these and i think they had they they tried to like poke them with something and the the person had to block it mm. and they got better at blocking with the glasses like they got used to how what they saw to match it with their hand movement mm-hmm. i think eventually they saw normally because the brain flipped the image to match with gravity i think yeah i think i've heard that and then before. if you take off the glasses everything is wrong and then your brain eventually is like, okay, we have to flip it back now. Because now things are normal. So then your brain literally just takes all that information and literally just... Isn't that crazy, though? Your brain can flip what you're seeing by 180 degrees. Just as it wants. As it wants. At what the brain thinks is right. Like that... God, that's why neurobiology is one of the craziest things ever. The brain is so crazy. The brain, we are, we are dangling on a thin thread. Right? We are standing on a thin edge of just everything falling apart. Right. And it's crazy that it just, it's crazy. It's not crazy just that... your brain, but your whole body. It's crazy that everything works every day. Right? <laughs> it's crazy that, that we don't have, there's so many things for that could go years, wrong. For 80 years. There's so many things that could go wrong. And like, the fact that like, we're standing here with no major 
like brain yeah, problems. Right. Just it's, it's like oh, people in their mid twenties just don't have things wrong with them, and they've already been going for twenty fucking years. Right. Nonstop. It's 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 ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> I hate it. There's <laughs> there's so many things that could go wrong. One cell could go rogue. One one and, rogue fucking cell. And then that is missed by the crack police of your body <laughs> that was supposed to like just make it die yeah and then that one rogue cell becomes a million fucking rogue cells yeah but it's crazy how when that one rogue cell goes rogue all the other cells are like oh no 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 t-cells 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 and the t-cell comes and it's just like but sometimes the t-cell doesn't come yeah sometimes sometimes the cells are just like oh you're weird but it, you you smell like me. Those, those, you, you feel like me. <laughs> those, I don't think I those, can do anything about this. Those those T cells became, uh, became more liberal. They became more leftist. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need a governing. What, what was the thing that Britta said? We don't need a. I don't believe in a governing. Uh, oh yeah, something like that. Yeah, in the episode of Community. <laughs> no, it's just like it's just like, he's weird, but we need to accept him as he is. Oh. We need to accept. Yeah. It's like, that's like some parasites like, do that. And though. then the other cell's like, really? Would you sleep with him? And the other first cell's like, well, no, but, like, well, we're try trying to help him out, man. <laughs> He's weird. He shouldn't be sucking on a soother and wearing a diaper. He's 17. <laughs> we're going to bully him a little. We're going to bully him a little. And then we're going to be like, no, for real. Cut it out. It's throwbacks to like, but you need to let him wear a diaper and suck on a soother. This is throwbacks to like all yeah. three different conversations. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, parasites. I learned in parasitology, they mess with your T cells sometimes to be to be not detected. Some of them infect T cells. Like some of them have like a certain larval stage where the they actually go after T cells. Really? Yeah. And then they infect them? They infect the T cells so that they don't attack them. Or they use T-cells as, like, the host within the host or They'd something like that? They'd have to, like, that. hijack the, the proteins in the T-cells. Yeah, they, they just, no, they just find the T-cell and, like, go inside of it and then multiply. Or they do How something... How small are these larvae? Because that couldn't be a multi-cell organism if it's going... No, no, these are, like, uh, I think they're... Violet. There's, there's one of them... There's, there's one thing that I was... I was... Well, I, I told you about my, uh... About the wasp that my TA discovered, right? Yeah, the, the zombie, the zombie parasite wasp. The one that takes communal spiders and parasitizes them and makes the spider leave the colony and then yeah. create a cocoon to protect the larva. Yeah. That's so crazy. I was asking my TA about those spiders and he's like, ah, oh, they're all so dumb and inbred. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't find it. There's one... There's one that attacks... I can't remember if it was T-cells. I think it was just white blood... It was just white blood cells. There's one parasite that multiplies in a white blood cell. Uh, it goes inside of it, and then it pretty it's much like just hides... It's like an animal parasite? It's... Uh, I think when they're in the larval stages, they're very, 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 very small. Uh, let me find... If I can just find what it's called. Weird. White. It's a... White blood cell parasite. And I learned about it in a parasitol 
Man, you should, if you have time, you should take Paris. I don't probably. have time to take Paris. Okay, but uh, it's pretty cool. It's like super, super cool. I believe cool. you, but. I could maybe potentially take it in the fall, but that would be an extra $600 for something that I don't need. Yeah, it's, it's, this is, it's like this, like, spindly looking, uh, thing, and it goes inside of a... Oh, it's attracting the white blood cells? It, um, oh no, this is the immune cell taking down something else. No, but there's, there's one that goes <coughs> inside of them. Yeah, so... Some of these white blood cells have parasites growing in them. Uh, I can't... Why? None of these things are, like, telling me what the actual name is. Babis... Babisia. I remember one of the... <gasps> it's this one. I can't remember what it what it is, though, but, like, it looks like this. This is pretty much what that parasite is. So strange. And, like... Does it become a worm? Does it live in the blood? It it once lives it, in your white white blood malaria. That's the bacteria. No, that those go in red blood cells. Yeah, that's a red blood. Because they thing. burst every every what is it like when you have malaria every twenty four hours you have or forty eight hours you have like a really bad fever, and that's because all of a sudden, all of your blood red blood cells that I think are. Is it your red blood cells or white it's blood cells? It's your red blood cells it's, because it's the red sickle blood cells, cell, right? It's the sickle cell thing. Yeah, yeah. Every 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 twenty four or forty eight hours, you get like a really bad fever because all of a sudden all of your red blood cells burst because the parasites have gone through their full cycle and are bursting out of your red blood nice. cells, and that's your body being like, "Fuck!" Are people who live in the, in jungles that just they've had malaria three or four times. Leishmania. Leshmania. That's what it's called. Leshmania goes into your white blood cells. Leshmania. Leshmaniasis. Yeah, and it causes, like, ulcers and stuff. Just where... It's gross. Where the parasite... Oh, Jesus. ...attacks all the... Yeah. Bruh. You can get cutaneous leshmaniasis. Bruh. Yeah, it's it's bad. There's different types. Some of them affect, I think, the organs, and you, they can get into an organ and just shut down that organ because it breaks down. Yeah, it's a tropical and subtropical disease. Mm. Yeah, it affects either the skin or the organs. But I think it it mainly affects the white blood cell. Yeah, I think it's by mosquitoes. Yeah, it's a mosquito disease. But it's an actual animal and not bacteria. It's this. It's this, it's like a flagellated, yeah, it's an animal, or it's a, yeah, it's a mul very, very small, but it's a still a multicellular, yeah, so this is what they look like under a microscope, they have a little tail, and a hmm. long, a long body. Long boy. Long boy, yeah, at one point, oh, these are all different parasites, yeah, I learned about Giardia, uh, is Giardia Chicken. not a bacteria? No, Giardia is a... I think it's a parasite. I don't think it's a bacteria. Because bacteria are all single. single I cell. guess... Well, bacteria can be parasites. If they're feeding off of you, then they're a parasite. Well, there's, there's parasitic bacteria, but this one is, um... Yeah. Yeah, man. It's... 
after taking that course is like, I don't want to, it makes you want to live in a bubble. Because <laughs> it's like, you lick the dirt, you're probably going to have parasites inside you, inside of you immediately. But your body's going to shut that down. And like, you eat fish. It's crazy. He was, uh, the prof was talking about, I think he meets up with um, different parasitology people or different scientists and they go out they always go out and have like a fish dinner hmm. and what they'll do in the restaurant is that they'll pick apart the fish to oh, look no. for cooked parasites because it's fine when they're cooked yeah they're dead they're not but they'll take them out and they'll try to identify them or something like that how and often do they find them where are they going for fish dinners well i mean fish will just have parasites in them but when you cook them properly, it's not a problem. You're essentially just having... If you get a fish with a, a cooked parasite in it, it's just protein. Yeah, but do like we, are we just eating parasites all the time? I think for how, fish, maybe? How often know. are you just like, well, here's a little nugget parasite and here's a little, yeah, here's a little wormy guy, well, that's the well, problem with wormy um, boy? That's the problem with some seafood restaurants is that I think... Or especially for, like, sushi restaurants, I think you're supposed to flash freeze uh, certain fish before you eat it. Because that'll kill all the parasites. If you flash freeze it and then thaw it, it's, like, still kind of pretty much fresh. But you ha- it has to be treated. Because if you eat it straight up from the sea, then you're going to... The parasite will be alive in there. Like, and even if you cook it first? Not a, no, no, no. This oh, is, like, sushi. This is, like, sashimi. Okay. Sashimi. Like... I think sashimi has to be... It's a good thing be... I don't eat that shit. No, I don't, I don't eat it either, but like... I don't need little wigglies inside of me. But yeah, if you don't... I think what you, they always do is that they have to flash freeze it to kill oh anything God, that is... Oh, think about the wet markets in Asia where they just come oh, up they're... on a boat and they're just like, Here here's you go. this thing that I just killed. I don't know what it is, but it's fish. Yeah, I don't know what's in it. Like, <sighs> it's, it's, it's creepy to think about. But yeah, it's like... Like, in the dirt, in, in the soil. Ton- always parasites. Tons of parasites in it. And you could just you could just eat a little bit of dirt. That's why when you're a, ba- when you're a kid, imagine all the dirt you eat. Imagine oh, all the times you put your fingers in your mouth. Dirty fingernails. Right? It's just full of parasites. You're just always full of parasites. But your body just is amazing and just is like, nope, kill that, kill that, kill that. It's crazy how you just like. I think I think kids do get actual problems though. I think especially with a. Well, the thing is, you go when they when they play and I think there was one that was actually kind of common. Um, with a cat feces, they play in sandbox, mm. and they put they have they touch cat poop. They get the. They get the feline one. The. Oh, what's it called? Toxoplasmosis. Mm. Yeah, we learned about that one. And, yeah, I think our prof, or I think the TA for that for that class was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pregnant right now, so I don't I don't clean the kitty litter. My husband cleans the kitty litter. It was, it was pretty interesting. It's like, there are parasites everywhere. Everywhere. Absolutely everywhere. Yeah, and I watch, insane. I watch, well, like, even, there's bacteria everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, there's bacteria everywhere, and I feel like more people know that. But, like, <clears throat> I'll go over to my friend's house, and we'll have, like, a bag of chips. And instead of reaching into the bag of chips, he just, like, p- 
pours them onto the couch beside him. No! The ca- no! <laughs> the couch where his dogs walk around and his cats walk around. Are you around. telling me right now he just, like, pours chips onto the couch cushion? Onto the couch. No. Straight. No. No, no plate. No, no. Liam, I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm just like, no. No. That's, that's not okay. Gee, no. That's, I can't. <laughs> what kind of maniac is he? That's crazy. He's a madman. How do you just how do you how do you do that? Not just be like, gross. Not just because like, I you're, let... you're making a huge mess. You're getting like crumbs everywhere. But like, yeah, his dogs sleep on the couch. I don't know. I let him live his life. Please don't tell me. Do you eat the couch chips? Uh, no, no. <laughs> okay. No, I've never eaten a couch chip. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> But, I mean, I guess at the same time, it's his couch. But, I mean. God, I wouldn't put... I wouldn't put... That's like that's like putting chips in your bed. Like, like... I, I don't no. know. I don't know. I'd, I, I, I'd argue your bed is going to be cleaner than a couch. This is not, yeah, that's true. But that is balanced out by how much worse it is to have crumbs in your bed. Mm. There's less shit on the chips, but it's worse to have that sh- the shit from the chips in your bed. That's true. Yeah. The bane of my life is watching, like, in sitcoms and stuff, when someone's, like, in a bed eating food. Mm-hmm. I was like, you can't. You're not allowed to do that. I do that sometimes. You're bad. <laughs> You're not supposed to do that. There's there's one time. I just, like, if I... Sometimes if I have a bad day, and I'll have, like, the food in a bowl, <laughs> I'll just get my laptop in bed and just eat my food in bed. It's it's so comfy. You oh. don't you don't understand. No, see that's wrong. I know it's that's so wrong. wrong. There's so many reasons why I, it's wrong. I very rarely do that though. <laughs> very because I hate I hate spilling on my bed. That's like the worst thing ever. Bed beds are places of of rest. I know of rest and self worship. Yep. <laughs> and cleanliness. Yep. And sanitation. Beds are sacred. But yeah, there's, I mean, there's... I've desecrated my temple <laughs> a few times. You've done a few well, bad things to your temple? Yeah, I've eaten some lasagna in bed. Oh! In a bowl! Well, it doesn't, doesn't change the fact that it's a bowl. I mean, it's, 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 it's not a plate. Things aren't going to slide out of a bowl. Plus, I have it, like, pretty, pretty close. I hold it very close to my mouth. So Why there's, there's no travel time. Why can't you lasagna in the kitchen, though? It's going to take you six minutes. Because <laughs> I want to be comfy. There's some days where I just like, here's my food. I need to be comfy right now. Yes, and those days There's you no don't, time. The, <laughs> those gotta days get you don't to the bed now. to sleep till like 1.30 in the morning. <sighs> yeah, I've pretty much ruined my bed for being a place of rest. Just because of phone, just looking at the phone in the bed. Mm. It's, it's so hard. It's so hard. To, to not do that, to just like I have that problem cruise on Reddit mornings. just a little bit, you know? Oh, yeah. you do it in the morning? On weekend mornings. Oh, okay. I'll be like, fuck, it's been 45 minutes, I need to do something! <laughs> yeah. I've also gotten into the bad habit of sometimes doing that in the morning, like, I'll just be like, I'm just gonna check if it's gonna snow later today, and I'll be like, why am I on, like, the third page of, of our gifts right now? <laughs> like, what am I doing? I need to go to work. This is bad. 
Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to to get out of those habits because you can you can adopt them so fast. Oh yeah. It happens, and then you don't like. I never it's, used to browse Reddit this this fat that long in the mornings, and now I've suddenly started doing it, and I'm like, fuck, this is a habit I have to break now. I have to get rid of Here, this. Here's now. what I do: turn your Wi-Fi off before you go to bed. Then your Wi-Fi isn't on when you get up in the morning. Well, I will turn it on. I'm a tenacious bitch. Don't. You know this. <laughs> I will figure things out. If I, I've tried okay, putting my... Put, 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 put a data blocker on your phone then. Put something that like locks it so you can't turn it on until after a certain time. Oh, like one of those productivity apps like, that yeah. need a... That will just like lock... The Wi-Fi option yeah. and the data And the only option. time you can unlock it is outside of those times. Something like that probably exists. Oh, for right? sure. There's Something. an app for everything. Yeah. Somebody's, if we can think of it now, somebody's probably already thought of it 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I might have to do something like that. It's so... It's Internet addiction is like a real thing. Oh, yeah. It's just... Because I notice m- myself doing it. Like, I'll notice I'll open up, like, Chrome, or I'll, or I'll open up Reddit. Not because I, I'm looking for something, just because I need to just have stimuli. I'm looking to, I'm looking for something entertaining rather than me being like, oh, I want to, I have a question to ask Google. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, I just want pictures of random things. I just want GIFs. I just want uh, cool science facts. I want just, See, that's, just that's things why, in my brain. That's why... That's why I never subscribed to YouTube, to anything on YouTube. Mm. Never. Yeah. I never downloaded the Reddit app. I never got into Reddit. I never. That's good. I don't subscribe to anything, and I spend way too much time on Facebook. But I don't have anything else. Mm. Um, and I do eventually reach a point. Every day on Facebook, I'm like, I've seen all this. Yeah. And I do follow a lot of news sites and stuff. Um, just to keep up with current events mm-hmm. but I'm also really bad with Instagram with that because you just get video 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 yeah like um yeah and I've got like I mean we've got we've, we've got a few friends who just can't but they're like um we have one friend that we'll watch movies with and the phone is just out all the time it's weird and it's like, like, I think that's that's so odd. Like, if you sit down with the activity being in mind is that you are going to watch a movie and you're going to enjoy this movie, and they they just can't sit and and watch a movie. Like, they need to be. Well, I mean, in their defense, they had seen that movie already, so maybe they were bored of it from the get go. S- but they were also very excited to watch that movie. They did again. it for all the movies we watched, though, or most of them. Right? Yeah, I think it's it's just, it's so strange to me. Because even a movie I've watched a thousand times, I will just, you know, I'll just... If hyper- I'm watching it again, it probably means I like it. Yeah. And, like, even if I've, I've watched it again, when I'm watching a movie, I'm very focused on the movie. Because it's like, this is the activity I'm doing and I'm into it. I guess, I guess some people have attention problems and they can't yeah, focus. Yeah, and... Uh, attention deficit disorder and whatever uh, level of existence you consider it rests in. Because a lot mm-hmm. of people don't think ADD actually exists. 
in the sense that it's like, well, they're just, their brain just, like, well, you know, ADD is generally diagnosed to boys when they're, like, um, sort of... Elementary school Like, age, grade yeah. nine, or, like, not grade, like, eight, nine years old. Yeah, yeah. And it's always boys of that age, and it's outside of that sometimes, but it's in boys of that age. It's like, well, maybe boys of that age just act like that mm-hmm. right maybe yeah. you just need to let them run around and blow off steam and get all that extra energy out i think it's probably an extra energy thing because i remember a while ago they they started this program at school where they would take kids who i think showed that sort of uh difficulty in in, in focusing mm-hmm. they gave them bouncy balls to, to sit on or those you know those uh blow up yeah, the yoga uh, ball thing? Yeah, they gave them yoga balls to sit at while they do math problems or something like that. And they found that they focused way better because they were they were constantly moving. Mm-hmm. They were con- like cuz you know when you're sitting on one of those things you have to balance yourself. Yeah. yeah. And you can ba- you can, you know, balance. Yeah, I, up. When I do it I roll back and forth. Yeah, you you're like you I think you take all that fidgety energy mm-hmm. and you channel it into just being on the ball and mm. moving around on the ball because they they showed a video of these kids doing you know work you know worksheets or something and they were bouncing but they were like looking at the sheet mm-hmm. and actually doing the problems on on the sheet while they were just like bouncing like like yeah they're just like you i guess all the the energy the fidgety energy is going into just bouncing mm-hmm. so that their brain can focus on what they're looking at yeah so i question about like how much ADD is actually ADD and how much of it is just us not understanding the brain enough and us mm. trying to sell drugs and label things and I mean you can you can label anything you can put a label on it, it doesn't matter yeah, you can just be like but oh you, here's it doesn't this, necessarily here's mean this it's thing a that's bad. happening it's not a, I guess what I'm saying is it's not a disorder like there's a scientific term for everything right and this yeah. this section of a young boy's life, is, he usually displays uh, attention deficit symptoms or like mm. not symptoms but behaviors. Yeah. Right. Um, and then you yeah, know some people be... say ADHD doesn't actually exist; it's just a type of ADD. Um, it could just be that some kids develop being able to focus, and some kids just don't. Yeah. It could just be. That's that's how it is. That's how. Or their, they do it at different times. Is. They develop at different times. Yeah, because I and think like nine-year-olds maybe or aren't supposed to be sitting in a class for seven hours a day. Yeah, it could just be that they're not burning off. You know that energy yeah. long enough. Maybe resources I mean, isn't enough. Evolutionarily to... speaking, like we would run. Kids would run and play all day long, and that's what they do. That's what they. I mean, I don't know whether they do that anymore, but everything I hear. Tells me that kids just play video games now. Mm. They play, they play Fortnite. And play on That's the phone. Fortnite is what they do now. But when we were kids, it was weekend, especially during the spring and summer. Especially during the spring and fall, summer. Oh yeah, the parents weekends, would just be like, "Weekends Go have happened, fun, kids. and you'd just be like, like your buddy from down the street would like call you on the phone or ring your doorbell and be like, "See, I never had the doorbell ringing thing because I lived on a hill." So everyone funneled to the bottom of the hill. And oh, yeah, yeah. Th- there was a cul-de-sac at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. So, like... Would you just go we down were at the, there to we see were at the, who We were at the there? top of the hill. The hill was only about a block long. But yeah. we were at the yeah, top yeah. of the hill. Yeah. So there's nobody above us coming down and ringing our doorbell. But when we went down, we'd stop at people's houses. And then mm-hmm. we'd, like, hang out in the cul-de-sac. 
Yeah. Um, and we'd be outside playing all day. Yeah, yeah. That's all how, day. That's how it was for me and as well. And then that's during the weekend, and then weekday rolls along, and you expect us to have, like, that energy, and then you make us sit for seven hours, right? Mm. And then you expect the weekend to roll along, and us to have all that energy back, mm. right? Yeah. Um. Anyway, this whole tangent was to go back to how. I know a lot of people spend way too much time on their phones. Mm. And I have one friend who's super addicted to his phone. Yeah. Like, the second he loses interest in something, phone out. Yeah. Right? Like, and it's like, he's, he'll be like reading a manga or something. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go to the bathroom. Like, I'd not even turn around yet and his phone's out. Mm. Right? And it's like manga, Netflix show, mm-hmm. YouTube video. We'll watch like a Netflix show. Yeah, and then I'll come back, pause it, hang out, talk, whatever. Oh, I yeah. I get up, I get up to fill up like my water bottle, phone out, watching something, reading something. I get back, phone away. I guess just he just can't constant stimuli. He right? can't handle a few seconds. Mm. Have you ever been camping with him? Yes, I have. How did that go? Uh, did he have? There it? was six of us, so there was oh, always something that's right. going on. I wonder. I wonder what would happen with him if he took his phone away, and he had just the, like, if you took him on a camping trip where the rule was no electronics, or no, mm. like you can have you can have like books, but like no ele- like mm. an electronic free camping trip with him. No, like, like the only reason why you're allowed to have a phone out is take pictures. Yeah, just pictures, and then and then phone needs to go away. Yeah, but like, it would be have to be like a strict rule, and he would actually have to follow it. I don't think he would be able to follow that rule, but like, I wonder what he would be like, or what what would be going through his brain. See, not that's the thing. Able... The thing is, the more he does it, the more he trains his brain to do it. Yeah, because right? it's 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 that dopamine thing where some, where the reward isn't when you have your phone. The reward is. Seeking the phone. And seeking the next thing on the phone. Yeah. It's not... You don't... They, they, they tested this in rats or mice or something. They they got dopamine not when they got the treat, but when they pushed the button to get the treat. Mm. It was the seeking of the reward. Because dopamine rewards you for doing things to get things. Mm. It rewards you for seek, like hunting. You get dopamine when you hunt, not when you get the kill. Yeah. We don't get dopamine when... We bring meat home from the superstore. It's when you're shopping. No, you get you get dopamine. Well, yes, it's when you're shopping, but you get dopamine when you kill an animal. Yeah, it's the the seeking, not the actual. It rewards you for doing things to seek out uh, things that you want. Okay, or things that things of value. So for me, I get dopamine when I open probably when I open the Reddit app, and I, I think of what to look for. That's when I'm getting dopamine. I don't really get dope. I probably still get dopamine just by looking at different things. Because you're watching videos of happy cows. Yeah, watching <laughs> gifs of baby elephants and, and, and happy cows running around when they, they get zoomies. They're prancing. They're prancing. Oh, I, I, get, I probably get like serotonin or something from that. I probably get some mm. sort of just like, oh. 
Like when you look, when you look at something that you makes you, it. I just want to, I just want to pet a cow. <laughs> I don't. The petting zoo wasn't enough, Liam. It was kind of a shitting petting zoo because it was like it was just this cow, and it was in kind of this small area, and it gets touched by hundreds of people every day. You want, and you're just another person there touching it. We need to go to a farm where we can go and we can just stand around and just just stand there until the cows are like, let's go check those people out. I'll bring I'll bring my saxophone and I'll serenade them. I'm gonna be like, "What's that noise?" And you gonna play Lord? <laughs> <laughs> and then what I what I want I just want I just want to sit down with a big cow or a baby cow. It doesn't even matter. I'll 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 have a big cow if it's a big cow. Who cares? More to love. If I could just sit down and have a big cow put its head in my and lap. Yeah, put cow head just, in your lap. And in just my have lap. it like fall asleep. Yeah, and just and just be petting this cow. Like or, under the stars at would, night, there's a barn like off in the just like warm summer night, petting a cow. I would love to brush a cow, and just and brush its neck because you know they do the stretching thing when they're like, oh yes, God, I would love to brush a cow, and just and just make that cow happy. Happy cow. I want a cow, Liam. I want a cow so bad, you don't even know. I want know. a cow, I want a pig, I want a goat. I want a, I want a chicken. I want a farm. That's the whole thing. Oh, a lot of chickens. A bunch of chickens. God, I would love to have chickens. A dozen chickens. Let's get, okay, when we have our, when we have our <laughs> fantasy farm, when we retire, we're going to have, we're going to have a couple pot belly pigs, and they're going to, they're going to snuggle with each other, <laughs> and, and sometimes we let them in the house. Because they will be potty trained. I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna do it, but they gonna... they they have to be either be indoor or outdoor. I don't think they can be both. They can't be both pigs. Well, when they're young, yes, but not when they're older. I mean, can we have them as piglets in the house? Because that gift that I found of the piglets playing with the playing indoors. A couple indoors, times. Oh, they so gotta live cute. most of their life outside though. Yeah, but like, oh, wouldn't it just be so cute to have those animals? And those animals, when they see you, they get happy and they come towards right? you. Cause they're well, like, see, that's the thing. Like, Hello, you, caretaker. They ha- they're in their little barn or whatever, and then, like, you go and you open the door, you're like, piggies! And they're like, they're at least 1,200 pounds, like, and they're just, like, oh, truffling I around actually... at your feet, and you're just like, oh, I'm going to give her scratches. I actually, this is something that my sister doesn't get, because she doesn't get being, seeing animals that aren't conventionally cute as being cute. Because I'll, I'll show her. Pigs are incredibly conventionally cute. No, but like big pigs. Like I'll show her a piglet. She'll be like, "Oh my god!" But like I'll show her like a big pig, and she'll be like, "Gross." But like I think other like other animals as well. Like she doesn't think cows are cute, which I think is insane because cows are just the most purest animal on this earth. Also the most delicious, but like also <laughs> the purest animal on this earth. And it's just like I was like, cause I remember I was like one time I was like. Oh, just cuddle cuddle with a cow she's just like no just like god damn it well she cuddles with her boyfriend so zing <laughs> he's not a bad looking guy but no yeah he's he's good he's fine <laughs> um yeah i just i want to i was i want to have farm animals i want to have farm animals so bad yeah like, wouldn't it just be so nice to have a big pig and just having an animal that's like happy to see you mm-hmm. and you're happy to see the animal and just taking and care the of that pigs animal. And the cows can be friends. Yeah. And the chickens can be chickens. Just like, I love the gifts and of just they like, come out, they go, we're going to have a goose. 
we're gonna we're, have, we're gonna, gonna have a guard, guard goose. goose. We're definitely gonna have a we're guard 100% goose. We're hundred percent gonna have a guard goose. And have you have you seen that gif of just like uh, a goose? I can't remember the context. I think you sent to me where like oh my. The the goose hadn't seen its owner in a while. Oh no, I hadn't. Or it was some sort of like the goose is just happy to see that person, hmm. and the goose do they they do this weird thing when they're when they're happy to see somebody. Where they'll they'll spread their wings and put their head back and then <laughs> they do a dance. They do this sort of like 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 when somebody's just like oh hey it's you and they'll they'll open their arms <laughs> yeah. wide to give you a hug and just yeah. come get you. This is like the goose's version oh of my it, God. where the goose I'll find it for you and show it to you later. But the goose put its head back and put its wings back and just waddled toward her <laughs> and and she she put her arms around the goose and the goose just put its just got oh. right up into her and just like i was like oh my god i want a goose little gooses i just want i want that fairy that whole fairy tale thing and they're all gonna be friends oh and we're gonna take such good care of them i don't mind waking up early if it's to see if it's to see well if you're animals. not a farmer farmer you don't have to get up that early yeah if it's just like a hobby yeah, it would be a hobby farm. Like we have, we have a little barn that's the size of a, like a couple sheds. We'll have a cow. We're gonna oh, we're gonna love that cow. We're gonna love that cow so good. We're gonna love that and cow. And then we may or may not eat that cow when it gets old. I mean, I feel like we should if we have. It's, it's only like that fair whole, to the cow. That whole Chris Pratt was it Chris Pratt? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if that cow dies, either we sell the meat. I feel like we could do both. Like we could sell some of the meat. The thing is, if you do that though, you have to take him out with a, a cow gun. You can't euthanize them because if you euthanize them, like if you if you inject them, you can't eat them. I mean, because that's in their blood now. What if, I guess if a if a cow dies of old age, is the meat still good? Well, usually, I mean, usually wait till they're like on the downhill. Usually I wait guess till once they're like they're, once their health you're not, declines. You're, you're not doing great anymore, bud. Your heart's starting to go. Oh like, yeah. I guess gonna, I guess once the we're the gonna eat decli- you for the next year. I feel like that would be. That would be honoring. I feel like that. Would I feel be like that'd be more animal. honoring to the cow than, like, cremating it or burying it. Yeah. Because right. if you bury a cow, something's gonna eat that cow. Some, that so, cow's getting that's ate. That's a lot of meat, and it's, something's gonna find that. Something's that's gonna a lot smell of, that cow. Something's gonna. That's gonna make the earth stink like deliciousness for yeah. some animals. Yeah. And like, I feel like isn't that just the greatest honor when you love something so much that you, you take make it a part of you? You take its proteins, <laughs> and then you t- it. You get its the amino acids, and those amino acids are gonna make up the next few layers of skin, and the next few patches of organs, mm-hmm. and and the next cells that die are gonna be replaced with the parts that you got from that cow, and you're literally taking the components of that cow and making it part of your flesh. Do I you think mount that's... its skull when you're done? No. What do you, what do, you do with the bones? Of... I mean, maybe. I think it'd be cool to like reconstruct a skeleton. That would be kind of neat. I don't but think like I would want friends, a cow's, like like would cow you skeleton, would you though. would you reconstruct Max's skeleton? Oh no, that's actually really upsetting. I don't think I would could. Would you do... eat Max? <sighs> no, cuz my no... my brain doesn't associate dog meat with 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 eating. If well, your I brain had... probably also doesn't associate cows with eating either. Oh yeah. Like you know that that's the case. It could it could be that you know like maybe if I do I things could really change because in my brain I'm like, I mean if I really loved a cow and that cow was like, 
like a, a really important part of my life. I think I would be able to eat it, but maybe because I don't know. I've never I've never really had that relationship with a cow before. Maybe I. So here's the thing. Here's maybe the I thing. become really emotional towards the end, and I'm like, you have I that relationship with a cow. Do you stop eating beef? I mean, I look at cow gifts at least once a day. Yeah, but you've never had a relationship with a cow. I have never had a relationship right. with a cow. I don't know. Because, I mean, I might just have to eat lentils for the rest of my life if that ever happens. Because, well, like, protein. if you have cows, pigs, and chicken, that's beef, pork, and poultry. Yeah. That you're losing out on. Right? I mean, I could probably have chickens and still see them as, as a... Would you be able to eat a chicken? Would you be able to eat one of your pet chickens? A, a pet chicken that when you check, I mean, when you step into their coop, they'll go... Like they start running around and they're flapping. The and, upsetting part about if we do have and a then they like pop, hugs. If we do, you're gonna have that oh, one chicken that likes hugs. God. Where you crouch down on your knee and they all like ignore you, and the one chicken comes up and rests his little Once head on it, your knee, and you give a little, you give a little chicken hugs. I feel like it would be difficult, but I would have to convince myself like this is the best way to honor the animal. Is to. So how deep do you go? Do you do it? Are you the one that kills it? That's the problem. That's what I was about to say. Like, if I have a chicken and I really like it, and it was towards the end of its life where, you know, it stops giving eggs, you know, maybe now it's not looking so good. Like, maybe it's getting picked on by other chickens because it's older and it can't defend itself anymore. Maybe it's like, this is the end of the road for that chicken. You would have to, to chop the head off the chicken and you would have to pluck that chicken. And, and that... So, that's quite upsetting. I could do that for a random chicken. I feel like I could do that for a random chicken. Here's the thing. Um, but but a loved chicken. I'm that's... not killing my own dog, and I'm not killing my own cat. Yeah. I take it to the vet and I get them to do it. So I don't think I would feel uncomfortable getting someone else to kill them. Yeah, I mean. I would have to be there though. I mean, that's what we could do. We could take it to a butcher. Or have the butcher come. Do the butchers do the killing? No, I think you just take... I think you have to take the prepared carcass to the butcher. And then they do the chopping. No, the carcass... I don't think the carcass has to be prepared. I think you can take the whole carcass. But the actual killing is what I'm saying. (sighs) Yeah. There's got to be large animal vets that do that, right? They won't won't use a cattle gun, though. I mean, you'd have to... Yeah, that's kind of upsetting to think about. Because, yeah, if we do have... I don't think cattle guns are incredibly messy, though. No, because it's just a... It's a pneumatic bolt. Just pop. Right? And it just scrambles the brain. Or I think it just just stabs it, right? It's just a thing that just... Yeah, right through the skull. Yeah. You put it against their skull and pop. And I think they just just drop, right? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. In my brain, I'm like... Maybe I could do that, but in the moment, yeah. I could be completely wrong. I could say, like, oh, yeah. Like, I could I could try to distance myself, but, yeah, I don't know. It's... Cause See, I that's the thing. I don't I trust... I, I don't trust... kill Max. I, I can kill my dog. That's, that would that's be my, extremely upsetting to that's, me. That's my only worry about having a hobby having a hobby farm when I'm older. Yeah, it's having to... what do I do when I get to the end? Yeah. And being able to wrestle with the idea that if I can't eat my friend here, then I don't get to eat this kind of meat anymore. Yeah. 
it kind of makes you think like whenever you go to the grocery store and you see like ground beef you're like that used to be a cow but i guess that would be all the more reason to start hunting yeah that's very true and maybe going hunting would make it easier to do that to a friend right to to like a pet cow because then i'm reconciling i'm hunting and eating that meat that elk or that deer or what have you because i know that that animal lived a better life than most meat animals yeah it was never hunted or never died of... it, ne- it never lived in captivity it was never crammed it was never covered in shit like yep. you can you can buy like pasture raised beef and stuff and it's super mm-hmm. expensive but most beef you buy is probably not well there's some pretty good regulations in canada yeah i think cows are are i think the regulations for cows in general are, are better than just general US. animal care like, right, it's... chickens are still pretty fucked. Chickens still have a rough time. Yeah. But you drive through Chilliwack and um, Abbotsford and all you that. You can find pasture-raised chicken, yeah. You don't see... You don't see the kind of industrial-sized farms mm. that you get in America. Like yeah. the 1.2 million cattle farms. Yeah, because especially if... if uh, I think I noticed this a lot. I think and it's in, up, in just... Salt Spring. Yeah. Like... You can go drive around Salt Spring and there's just a... I think there was one place that my aunt took us to one time. And you can just take a carton of eggs and you leave money. Like, they just had eggs out. And and it was like... I think it was a, a trust thing. Yeah. Just because, you know... Honesty bar? Is, yeah. It's like a, they had things put out in a stall. Mm. And you would take what you want and leave money for it i think they just had like you know six dollars for you know what this and well, five dollars for mom that my mom gets our eggs from a farm nearby and that's good and she gets because are they are they like grass she gets 30 eggs yeah they're probably like pasture just like i'm not sure but they're, ones, they're yeah. definitely free roaming that's good because i think even uh farm animals that are grass-fed that just get to roam and chick, especially chickens that get to uh, eat worms and pick at seeds and yeah. things. They and have bugs. the quality of the meat is better. Like I think the like, the protein density or it's the nut. No, it's the nutrients. It's the nutrients of the chicken because mm. when they're when they're fed when they're grain fed, there's not a lot of nutrients. It's just I think carbs to keep them. F- That's to why make you them, get those pale yellow yolks. Yeah, it's to keep them fat, but there's not a lot of nutrient content. Yeah, because it was also with the eggs. The eggs have more nutrients in them, I think. Uh, the ones that are just uh, just free, free yeah. roaming. Just they could just eat worms, peck at the grass, eat seeds. Eat, they just go and yeah, but they're, like they're they have more nutrients in their eggs, and they have probably more nutrients in the meat as well. Probably if they have more nutrients. And, in the but eggs. like it just like in general, like there are still some pretty messed up chicken farms in abbotsford oh and yeah Chilliwack. yeah because i think i was oh. but you don't see really really bad cattle farms you oh, see where barns where and you see a large number up. of cattle yeah a large number of cows within those barns and a lot of them are dairy mm-hmm. but they're all walking around in there 
they're yeah. they're they're not in. Oh, they're not. They're, they're not like locked up in stalls. Harnessed. Yeah. Just and forced to eat. Yeah, and then if you go even further into interior, there's giant ranch lands with just hundreds of cattle just walking around freely. Oh, that makes like, me happy. Like That's I've nice. gone mountain biking in the interior mm-hmm. and just been going down a, like a logging road or whatever. Yeah. And there's just cattle just mm-hmm. watching me ride past. Like it, mm-hmm. it ha- and they're they're going to end up being beef. They are. Like why else would you have a few that dozen much cattle, cattle just right? roaming around with tags in there. They're usually yeah, tagged. Yeah. Um if they weren't going to be beef, they wouldn't be tagged. Mm. Oh, like, so dairy cattle don't get tagged? It's mainly a meat thing? Um, I mean, maybe they were dairy, but if they're dairy cattle, I don't know if dairy cattle roam that far. Mm-hmm. In that kind of... I don't know, how often do you have to milk a cow? Once a day? I'd assume daily. Yeah, because once a day, if I you think, right? Stop, they come at a certain time, I think. They all come back at a certain time to get milked. They want to get milked? Yeah. Like, oh, this sucks. I think that, yeah, because I think they don't like to have... Because I think they just produce milk. Right? There's you, have, always... you, you get them pregnant once. You make yeah. a baby cow. Yeah. And then um, if you just keep removing the milk, their body will just keep producing the milk. Yeah. So you can Did let. We made cows to be that way, though, right? Oh, we've definitely selectively bred them to just. To just be milk producing machines, w- right? W- humans do that, too. You have a baby and you start making milk. You can actually induce lactation even if you don't have a baby. Yeah, if you. If you if a woman who has had a baby uh, sees a baby or hears, I think, crying, sometimes when women. When pre- women who have been pregnant and have had a baby, if they hear crying, sometimes it can induce lactation. But I mean, like, even if you've never had a baby before, like, most I think, like, massaging breasts and, like, yeah. applying suction to a nipple will induce, I believe. Yeah. In some, maybe not all of them. That's but, weird. But, uh, you, you know what a wet nurse is, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, if you just keep yeah, yeah, removing yeah. the milk from the breast, they will just, it'll just keep making more. That's a, mam- that's a thing that mammals but do. But usually wet nurses have had babies. Yes. Right? Yeah. So that's they're, what I'm they're saying. like trained. They it, like I'm know saying, what to what, do. you have a baby. Yeah. You have a baby. So guess, you feed that baby. And yeah. then um, some people just make a whole lot of milk and they need to get rid of it. And that's a wet nurse will also be that sometimes. Yeah. But... When the baby stops um, nursing, if you just keep, like, pumping breast milk, you'll mm-hmm. keep making milk. Mm. Yeah. That was, like, one of my coworkers after she had her kids. Uh, I think she was telling me that she would try to breastfeed her kids and her kids would be like, no thanks. Uh, That's too long. <laughs> if your kids say no thanks, you... You shouldn't be breastfeeding your kids anyway. <laughs> what was it? She was like, uh, I think it's because maybe it's because she had a lot of milk and she was like, oh, I'll feed my kids. And they were like, nah. I think she ended up donating a lot of her milk mm-hmm. just because she produced so much of it, um, which I think is like a really interesting thing. Like donating milk, you mean? Yeah, to women, I guess, who either can't get their baby to breastfeed 
or they can't produce. Some women have problems. I think problems. it's usually women who can't produce, or like maybe or they've had a. They've had like a. That. What is that? A hysterectomy? No. Having your boobs removed. Oh. I can't remember the scientific name for boob. What's the scientific name for boob? Memory. Memectomy? Memectomy, then? What is Uh, it? Let's see who can Google the fastest. Mastectomy. That's what it is. Mastectomy. Okay, yeah. Yeah, hysterectomy is... Uterus. Yes. Histis for... Like, that's why hysteria. Because in in the Greek times, women were hysterical. Men weren't hysterical. (laughs) Because when you were hysteric... That's why the woman had hysteria... Because they're like, oh, crazy woman with their uteruses. <laughs> this well, is literally <laughs> craziness of the uterus. That's literally what his. Well, isn't that what hysteria means? Just hyst- hysteria. Probably. It's it's oh, it pretty much means bitches be crazy in Greek. Yeah. Yeah, that's essentially what it See, means. See, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta wonder <laughs> if they were saying the same shit five thousand years ago. As we're saying now, <laughs> maybe there's something there. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe someone's saying, <clears throat> maybe. No one's saying it's a bad thing. I mean, this in Greek times, also, women weren't allowed to divorce men. That was also, I think, if you had, men can divorce women and the, the woman had to be shamed. That was... That was, there's things weren't they didn't we can didn't quite figure things out yet in Greek times. Greek times things were rough. Things were rough for women. Yeah, but like they also figured out math, and that's still true. But <laughs> <laughs> just because they had a few things that they I were mean, wrong I mean, about. Math, still... math and and uh, what was it? Social... Philosophy. What is it with the Does ethics? Bit... Does bitches, Math and ethics are very bi- different. Does bitches be crazy fall under philosophy? Do you think I like, like Plato that... and shit were sitting around going, bitches be crazy? Maybe. It's like, there should be a word for this. And Plato was like, hysteria. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they got some shit wrong. It turns out, but they also got some shit right. But I mean, I mean, the craziness of either sex is timeless. There's oh yes, both sexes are definitely. Y'all crazy. got Julius Caesar. That's what you have to be like. Damn. Yeah, men, but he was named. He was named after a juicing company. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's on both sides. Yeah. I mean, men are crazy we, we just watched Women on the Train, man. Like, you saw men are crazy. Yeah, men are crazy, but women are also crazy. Women are also really crazy. Women are also crazy. It's a bit scary. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I we think know, the difference I know is women who are crazy. Men's craziness is a lot more calculated. <laughs> it's a lot more like, like, oh, dude, that's not right. Women is just like... We need to go to a shack in Guam to escape from this woman. She will find us and she will destroy us. <laughs> or just, yeah. Women, I like, I don't know. Maybe you just haven't dealt with the same number of crazy women as I have. I mean, I've, I've like, interacted safely with some crazy women. 
And it's mainly because the trick is it's, to stay see, on their good when, side. It's different when you're dating them. There's something about dating crazy women. Where, like, they're, they'll say shit, and you're just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, what? <laughs> like, they, they try to start fights all the time, and you just really don't want to fight. Yeah. And sometimes you don't even know why you're fighting. Yeah. And, like, you have two options, and it's be quiet and get yelled at, or get yelled at and fight back. Mm. That's kind of sad. It's crazy. That's when it's just like, oh, no. See, that's the thing. Gotta, like, gotta get out of this situation. Guys won't necessarily keep yelling. Well, maybe they will. I, I mean, I mean, it's the same. I've never for, been on the other side of dating a man. So. I mean, I've heard some people where this, they say the same oh, thing about oh, their men, where their oh. men will just, will the yes. woman will just be like, "Fuck," and just be like, "I give up and be quiet." I know, I know two yes. couples like I know, that. I know, I know some people like that too. Where, for sure. where the girl is just like, "That's true." Fuck this. That's just stare out the window while the guy just goes off, and they're like, "Not worth arguing." It's kind of the thing, but for them, it's like. Not worth. It's not. So here's the difference. Not worth. Here's the difference. Women are crazy. Here's what you hear. Here's what you hear. Yeah. From both sexes. Yeah. Men say women are crazy. Women say men are assholes, right? Mm. And there's something about the the psychology of it that makes us see it differently. But we're both explaining the same thing here. I mean, sometimes it can be crazy. Men can be crazy sometimes, like. You can you can call it assholery, but I feel like it can be it can be just straight up like men who are super possessive, who are just like I need to know what you're doing. Uh, if I don't hear from you at this time, it means you're cheating that's on true. me, and that I ha- I'm, I'm locking you out of the house. Like, like men who are like like that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. That's not being an asshole. Being an asshole is just like not caring, I guess, or or saying something hurtful talking and, down yeah things things like that but like i feel like craziness is, is like the neuroticism in the relationship like are you cheating me you're cheating like i was reading one one story of a woman who's who i think she was uh she sold somebody a textbook or she she had a friend from class who who wanted the notes who texted her like hey i missed class can you give me the notes for this day and the boyfriend was like do you, you want to fuck him, don't you? And she was like, I think she posted on, on the internet. She's like, is this normal? Is this normal in a relationship? And all the comments were like, bitch, run! Run far! Run now! You gotta get out! My first girlfriend was kind of like that. Uh, was she? I remember one time my phone rang and I didn't answer it in time. And this was early in my days of Facebook. So I posted on Facebook and I said, hey, if anybody tried to call me, Sorry. And this was, like, before I had texts. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, if anybody tried to call me, I don't have caller ID, call me back. Yeah. Um, and then it was someone from my English class who I wasn't there that day. Uh-huh. So she commented, and she's like, oh, uh, I was just getting back to you about English class. I was like, okay. And then she's like, yeah, here's the stuff you missed. Like, we have, here's the sample paper he gave us. Yeah. Uh, here's our assignment, stuff yeah. like that, and it's, it was like all on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And she's like, like first girl was like, why are you talking to him like that? Why are you talking to her about that? What? 
He's like, why are you talking to her? And I'm like, well, she's in my class. Like, I don't, I don't know what you want from me. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> That's no bueno. Yeah, it was uh. gross. It was gross. So, yes. There's neuroticism on both sides. Yeah. I guess it's, women are just more infamous. We just do it better. We, oh, you are much better <laughs> being crazy. You are so much better at it. Oh, God. See, the thing is, men get angry when they get crazy. Yeah. Women just get more crazy. Women, I, I feel like women just, uh, they they take a moment and just reflect. And, and that's when they start calculating things. And just, I feel like maybe women are more revenge-based than men. Do you think maybe that's why? What's, what do you think is the difference? What do you think is the key difference between... Well... Men crazy and women you know crazy. you know the the what is it the f- seven personality traits, and women rank higher. One of those perso- personality traits is neuroticism, and women rank higher in it. Even in neurobiology, women have a higher percent. I think women had a higher percent chance for um, just psychological disorders. Including depression. I think women are more susceptible to depression. They're more susceptible to bipolar. Especially bipolar, I think. And uh, there's a bunch of things that women are just, by nature, or just statistically, more susceptible to. There are more w- women who have well, these they're, problems. Well, they're, they're starting closer to the line. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> yeah, what is it What is it about women that just... We're just, we're just vulnerable to, like mind shit just like problems with our brains well i mean i want to say women were like they tend to stay home like in hunter gatherer days they stay back with the kids right yeah and like more sitting around talking and stuff Mm. maybe maybe men are more like action people and women think more and they get more men just want to get the shit done and they get into fights and then they're done with it yeah, maybe women just think too hard, and then they hurt their brain. Yeah. And then they... Like in that, that uh, closed loop, just... Just like... I do that all the time, though. Yeah. Just keep saying the same things over and over again. Hmm. In your head. I guess maybe women... Maybe women analyze things too much. I don't know. By the way, it was using the term neuroticism. Well, it was potentially using the term neuroticism that ended up getting a guy from Google fired, like one of their head engineers. They used, they like made a post with the word neuroticism in it? There was a mandatory like company-wide meeting or something, Mm -hmm. workshop or something about... um, encouraging women to work in stem in stem i think or maybe in oh this is starting to sound vaguely familiar uh technology yeah um in it and stuff oh and he said women are more and there was all these like uh there was like slides and presentations and stuff yeah and they said uh we love to hear your feedback about this so here's our information about your feedback yeah and he wrote like a I, I want to say like a 15 page response 
mm-hmm. with feedback and published papers about the differences been between men and women and mm. why you told me about this why there is yeah. a, a separation why is there why there is a bias towards the number of men working in IT sectors mm-hmm. versus women it's like it's probably cuz men and women are different and they want different things mm-hmm. not because it's hard for them to get into and definitely there has been situations like most of the past it's like been harder to get in as a woman but i think as we are in 2019 it's a fairly balanced race yeah right and even i think now there's maybe more priority so he ended women. up getting fired i think he ended up opening a lawsuit against google i don't know what happened about it yeah but he ended up getting oh, fired for he writing was fired? This. yeah he ended yeah. up getting fired for writing this and it, it every everything he said it was like written as a paper and there was references and citations to all the papers he talked yeah. about um and one of the things he talked about is that women as they he talked about the seven personality traits or whatever it is and he said that for each one like he said women i think he just said neuroticism as maybe like something like women are but I, more I, I statistically can't, prone I can't to remember if he actually said that true, there's women who... Ha- but it's true. It's, it's true. It's We learn, We literally learn that in neurobiology. There's more incidents of women with like depression, bipolar, etc. It's just statistics. Yeah. But I guess maybe, maybe it was like the way he related that back to how women aren't getting jobs in IT or why women No, he was don't. literally just talking about I don't I've never I've only know I only know what you were he talking He was literally about just talking about the differences. Yeah. Between men and women. I mean, maybe maybe people are, people he maybe he didn't need to say that and people just focused on that and were like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he's done this." But the, the thing is I can't even remember if he actually said that women score higher. I think he just said the word neuroticism when he was listing out. Oh, maybe he should have been like, you know, like 29% higher for depression, 20, you know, 30% higher for but incidence of bipolar. I think neuro- you're, that's not neurotic- what neuroticism is. Cause neuro- neuroticism isn't is that like, like a subset? That's probably it's a, it's a, a person. It's a personality trait. Yeah. Neuroticism is a personality trait, not necessarily a personality disorder. It's like agree- no, yeah, it's agreeableness like a- is a personality trait, and yeah. women are more agreeable, right? Mm. They tend to be less standoffish and less push. They don't push back as much. Um, oh, like more submissive in a way that like women are more submissive in in a sense. Uh, submissive is a little different, but yeah, submissive is would fall under. What are the? Let's see specifically. What are the personality traits? Is it, is it five personality traits? Five personality traits. Uh, openness to experience, conscientiousness, ex- five extroversion, agreeableness, neuroticism. Yeah. Oh, openness, conscientiousness, extroversion, agreeableness, and neuroticism. And they all, yeah. So, neuro. Neur- <laughs> uh so i think neuroticism is well let's get the definition yeah what is the actual definition of neuroticism because i have like a vague 
sort of idea of what it means in my head, but I probably couldn't define it if you asked Neuroticism me. is one of the big five higher order personality traits in the study of psychology. Individuals who score high on neuroticism are more likely than average to be moody and to experience such feelings as anxiety, worry, fear, anger, frustration, envy, jealousy, guilt, depression, mood, and loneliness. Okay, so it's just mainly negative uh, brain things. Kind of. It kind of reminds me of the, the podcast with Dr. Rhonda Patrick and Dr. Walker. Dr. Walker, right? Yeah, Matthew Walker. Yeah, when he was talking about how sleep affects neuroticism. How mm. if you have a bad sleep the ne- uh, one night, the next day you will... There's a measurable... Uh, there's like a significantly higher chance that you will feel like loneliness, antisocialism. Mm-hmm. Things like things like that, or moodiness, and like, it's like, oh, I kind of get that. Cause sometimes when I have a bad night's sleep, like, well, that's just that's. I feel that's, I do feel kind of less social. That's atypical grumpiness. Like everyone knows that if you don't get enough sleep, you get grumpy. Yeah, just right? like, yeah, just like feel like not so great the next like, day. I just in don't want to deal with people, and it's yeah. also interesting because. I always knew alcohol wasn't good for sleep. Like, I always yeah. knew that, right? Yeah, yeah. And I've also always known that if I'm going out drinking, then the next day is I take it off. Because yeah. I've only ever been hungover that one, one god-awful time. That's good. Um, and every other time, my hangover is just really groggy and tired. Mm-hmm. But I always sleep through the night. Mm-hmm. But I never considered I'm not actually getting any sufficient deep sleep. Yeah, or that's, REM sleep. That's the thing that when when he was talking about that in the podcast, I was like, oh wow. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's why I'm always tired and fucked up after drinking. Yeah, because you're you're sleeping, but you're not getting. It's the amount of restorative sleep. Yeah, is the whole point of sleeping. Yeah, you can be, and that's. He was also talking about the use of sleep aids and things mm-hmm. like that, where it affects your learning the next day. It affects your mood the next day. Where you can you can take a sleep aid, uh, and it doesn't make you have. It doesn't let you actually sleep. It it's just a sedative. It yeah. put it knocks your brain out. Turns your brain off. It turns your brain off, but you don't get the restorative sleep that you get with naturally falling asleep at a good time, and then getting up at a good time mm-hmm. and having all the REM, getting you know a good amount of deep sleep, which then transitions to REM sleep, and then you get up feeling actually rested. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like, I feel like people who probably take sleep aids feel happy in the morning that they're like wow i actually fell asleep at the time that i thought i was gonna fall asleep at and they're happy about that they're kind of just running off the joke like the endorphins or like dopamine and shit she's like oh yeah that was great i actually slept like yeah just knowing that you did sleep and Mm -hmm. i think just thinking that oh i'm i feel great just uh expecting to feel better because you slept they probably feel better Mm -hmm. but yeah they are not getting restorative sleep and and that that bit about how it affects learning and how it affects memory, that's pretty that's pretty freaky. Mm-hmm. Uh, how if you have a bad night's sleep the night before, your ability to retain knowledge, your ability to learn things, and your ability to retain memories is significantly impaired. I'm sure I've asked you this before, but when you were going to school, did you ever pull all nighters? 
I don't think I've ever pulled an all-nighter. I've always... I mean, I definitely pulled all-nighters in grade school when I was, like, at my friend's place playing video games. I can't remember if I've actually not actually slept. I think I've had some nights where... I usually go home the next day. Like, I would stay up till 3 or 4 in the morning consistently when I did that. Like, on weekends. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, And there were lots of nights where we stayed till the sun, sun came up. Yeah, just I've, eating junk food and video games. I've had some nights where I've I've been writing essays, or trying to study, and then I I hear birds, and that's when you know you fucked up real bad when you can hear birds. And did you have school the next day? I think so. I think I remember one time. I can't remember if it was like I couldn't sleep and I was just on the internet, just trying to. Like. I don't know, either I was really distracted doing something, or I was, like, trying to study. I remember there's one time where I can hear birds, and I was like, oh, no. See, I love... That's really bad. I love that when I'm, like, I'm partying, and the party has died down. Yeah. And I'm, like, outside, and it's cool, and it's fresh out, and just hanging out with someone. Yeah. And then you're just like, tweet-a-tweet-tweet. And you look down, it's, like, 20 to 5 or something, and you're like... Okay, it was a good night. It was a solid night. Yeah, that's a real just solid like night. Summer night, right? Yeah. I love that, but like just being like, oh my god! Like I've never had it where the night just got like away from me on my own, where I was like, oh my god, it's four o'clock in the morning. Oh, it's more like this is fine. Yeah, I've had it usually where like I plan to stay up late. Okay. But yeah, no, I've never, like, people were like, oh, I gotta pull an all-nighter study for a test. I've always been like, that's the dumbest fucking thing. I usually just go to bed. Just and then I tr- attempt, I will usually um, try to wake up a bit early and just study in the morning. Because I think uh, at one point I really um, started to realize pulling all-nighters is not effective. It's better just to sleep. Get some restorative sleep so that you can, you know, um, commit whatever you did go over, uh, you know, at 11 o'clock or something. Then just go to bed. It's better to sleep and actually remember the stuff that you studied and stay up and study everything and not remember any of it. Yeah, I think even in the podcast they were talking about uh, cramming and cramming just doesn't work. Wasn't it like there was one statistic where he said there was a 40% decrease and I think that was the cramming statistic versus Maybe. just going to bed yeah where they had people um they had people learn something and then go to bed have i think they did make sure that they had a seven hour sleep or an eight hour sleep before they were evaluated on what they had been trying to teach them and then um they had one group which was the all-nighter group and i think that wasn't that one the one that was like there was a 40% decrease Something in like scores. That. Yeah. Like a, an absolutely non-trivial decrease. Like it was a hugely significant yeah. decrease in the ability. I feel like that was the one that had a huge, huge, huge impact. And it sucks because I think sometimes I cram just out of anxiety. Like I would feel better just going over it even if I don't retain that knowledge. I've very rarely crammed. That's what, that's great. That's what you're supposed to do. But I mean, 
I'm not like I'm like a C plus student, right? I'm I'm a yeah, slowly creeping up to a B student as I'm mm. in my upper division courses. Yeah, I feel like I was probably I think I ended up graduating with a B minus GPA. I think it was a like, B minus. I just cr- cramming and like taking four or five courses every semester and this that just kills me man i mean five courses i feel like you have to be crazy like that that girl who's a co-op right now with my with my with with my co-worker she she, you ask she's her doing where she a, keeps her stash man she seemed like the person who would be on something she wouldn't be From on the something. way you describe it she sounds like she's on she Adderall. sounds like uh, what was it? Adderall? Adderall Annie? Little what was Annie Adderall. Adderall. <laughs> was a dropout in high. No, was a, was a failure in high school? Dropout? No, she wasn't a dropout. I can't remember how the rhyme went. It was just, all I remember is the line. No, is, and I know it's is a something in high school. I can't remember what it is. Was an outcast. Oh, Little yeah. Little Annie Adderall. Was an outcast in high school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, she, you, you, she's on speed. She's 100% on speed. It could just be that she's high strung 100% of the time. She, she, no. She seems like maybe just somebody who has, like, she seems like somebody who always has things to say or wants to immediately contribute to a conversation. Like, if I'm talking to my co op student, she'll, she'll wanna, she'll have things to interject. But that's fine. I mean, she just she wants to participate in the conversation. But a lot of the times, it's just like. But I all feel, the shit that she's I doing. I feel bad for being annoyed when she does that. I feel bad that I'm like, God damn it! Like this is this is this is about me and my co-op See, student the, talking the, about things, and then the she... difference. The the thing is, is like why you're annoyed. Are you annoyed because they're interjecting and cutting you off? Are you annoyed because they're interjecting, cutting you off, and changing the conversation? Are you annoyed because what they're adding to the conversation, it may be the same subject, but it's dumb? And it kind of... Because the way you describe it, it sounds like she says shit that's like, why would you say that? Like, it's not offensive, it's just a weird thing to say. I think think in my brain... And it's like taking, like, a crowbar and shoving it into gears and just, like, popping one off. I think by default... And the conversation just ends. I think by default, I'm I'm, I'm slightly annoyed. I feel really bad for this, but I feel slightly annoyed by her at all times. Just because I've I've labeled her as, like, the weird girl who wants to tell people about herself... And and when and I've had I've had fine conversations with her. Like if I come into the the, the lab and she's, I'll be like, oh hey, how was your weekend? Like I'll talk with her. I mm. won't be like, oh I don't want to talk to this girl. Yeah. Like I'll I'll talk to her and be like, hey, how was your weekend? And and you know I'll I'll interact with her just because it's weird if I don't. Like there's there, there's some people you have to make people feel up, welcome. I end end up in a room with them. I'm like, I could ignore them, <laughs> but it's only me and them. Yeah, and and I I feel like a resp- I kind of do feel like a responsibility as a as a as a a person in that workspace to be like, and especially if they're a co-op student, I want to make sure That's that they true. feel. I need to make yeah. sure that they feel comfortable, even if they're not my co-op student. Um, I haven't felt that way about all co-op students though. <laughs> like you can't. Feel there that are way. some bad co-op students that I'm like, 
Oh God, it's I you. Do. Every now and then I, I need can't. to. Every now and then I need to remind people that just because someone's in the sciences, or just because someone's a scientist, doesn't mean they're smart. <laughs> like uh. I've had some conversations with some people that I legitimately question the way that they're running the show up there. Yeah, like. Tide Pod Microwave person? Tide Pod Microwave person that never lived on her own before. Try to cook egg for her. Try to cook She'd scrambled eggs for herself. She'd never cooked before. And... She'd been living in her apartment for like a month or two. And decided I... she can cook eggs. And while they're cooking on the hot stove, decided to take a shower. Take a shower. And come back. While they were cooking with the stove on. Because she didn't know how long it takes to cook eggs. And she couldn't Google it. But what she could Google was how to clean a microwave. And what she found was how to clean a microwave with a Tide Pod. Or the best way to clean a type microwave is with a Tide Pod. God. That Tide Pod exploded. It caught fire. <laughs> Did she break? Was it, She broke her microwave, right? Oh, God, it was broken, probably. right? Because it kind of, it, the whole thing caught fire, right? Because she said she almost burnt down. That was in her list of reasons why she almost burnt down her apartment. Number one was the eggs incident. Number two was the microwave. Yeah. Third one was also cooking. Was she cooking something else? She didn't say exactly. She didn't specify. Because, yeah. I think she realized after the second one it's not something to brag about. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. People aren't. Oh man, she's she's special. Just the way that she she brings she contributes to conversation to their silences. The way thing she says. Yeah, just be like, I've been such a bitch in the lab, just being so mean. I'll be like, why though? She was sending an email and she asked the room. She said, uh, she read out an email. She's like, does this sound too nice? Do I need to make this more mean? <laughs> I'm like. You're talking to people you work with. Like, you can't be too nice. You can't be too nice? Yeah. Like, she was afraid that she was being too nice in her email. I mean, for work, you I feel like you need to be uh, 50% nice, 50% neutral. A little bit of niceties, maybe a smiley face. Uh, smiley faces for people... I remember I was in... <laughs> I, I remember emailing this one person that I, I've never interacted with and we went Oh, if it's not something I've never if it's someone I've never interacted with, I wait for them to send a smiley face first. Yeah, I wait for I usually wait for other people to make the first move or if they say something that I'm like, Oh my god, you like this thing? Like I like it too but, and but, then and then and then you have that moment where she's like, Oh, we're casual now <laughs> Yeah, well I mean you could also send a smiley face if you're the one initiating it. Um to indicate that you want this thing to be, like, this conversation to be casual. Yeah, I I usually put a happy face sometimes. If it's, especially if it's something like if I have a machine booked mm. and and somebody uh, is on the machine before I, like a flow cytometry machine, like a guava machine, and they're like, oh my god, like, I'm really running late, I'm so sorry, it's going to be maybe 10 or 20 minutes before I'm going to run, run into your time. I'm so sorry, it'll be like, oh, no worries, like... Like, I only have this many wells, so I'll still be on time. Don't worry. Happy face. 
Yeah. I, I usually use the happy face as a disarming tool. Yeah. To be like, don't worry about it. It's okay. You. Yeah, I got you. Please don't worry. Like, it's not a hindrance to me. If it is, I'll just be like, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, it's fine. Like, thing, shit happens. Even if it is a hindrance to me, I'll still put a happy face. Because, like, there's nothing they can there's, do about there's it. There's nothing they can do. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing they can do about it. There's nothing I can do. It. I'm not going to make them... the more stressed they are, the longer it's going to take. Yeah. I'm like, there's nothing can be done. If there's nothing that can be done at this point, just do what you can. And, like, I'll deal with it. Like, this happens. It happens to everyone. I'll send an email to the person after me. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like, I'll send, you know, I'll be, I'll be a little bit like, I'll send it to the next person. Because that happens, you know? Even if you try really hard to make it work, sometimes you're like, shit, I'm out of CD45 Fitzy. I'm out of this antibody. I don't have this antibody. What do I do? Fuck, gotta email people, be like, who has this <laughs> antibody with this clone? People, you know, things happen to the best of people who are prepared even, you know? So, there's... I I, I never get angry for people. Who, who do things like that. I get angry at people who do stupid things. Because sometimes, yeah. sometimes, sometimes shit happens and you're like, that's too bad, it's fine, do your best. Uh, I broke cause... so many beakers when I was in the lab. <laughs> I think in my eight months I was there, I broke six beakers. Really? Maybe four. I mean, I guess you worked with way more glassware than I've ever worked with. Oh, I worked with so much glassware. Right? I worked with so much glassware. Holy fuck. I feel fuck. like I don't work with any glassware. I think the only... I was raising animals. I was making animals. With glass? In with glassware? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, because the... Uh, Acardia. Acardia, I, yeah. I think I don't work with any glass. The only time I would ever work with actual glass... Is with reagents that come in glass bottles, and I just end up taking whatever that reagent is and aliquoting it, and then just tossing it into glass recycling. Where if I ever have to aliquot something that is that will melt plastic, I have to use a glass pipette, mm. pipette thing. But um, I've never had to. Just because I've only ever worked with small volumes, but like I would know if I ever had to do that, I would have to grab a glass version of the pipette mm. to do it. But yeah, I've I've worked with virtually no glass. It's like 100% plastic for me. So I've yeah, I've never really. The only thing that I could potentially break are hemocytometers, and that's real bad. Cause mm. if you break a beaker, that's like what 12 bucks to get another beaker. Yeah, and some of the beakers, be- were, some of the beakers like a, were on their way out, too. I bet you a Fisher Science glass beaker's maybe 20 bucks. For, like, a 250 it's got to be less yeah. than that. Right, like, a standard, like, a cup of coffee beaker yeah. would probably be, like, what, a like, 12 to 20 small. bucks? A, a 250 is, like, a 250 is one cup, which would be an 8-ounce coffee, which would be a small coffee. Yeah. Any. Do you know Do you know how much a hemocytometer costs? And this is only from being vaguely told what they cost. It's got to be a couple hundred bucks. About 300 bucks. There are times where I have to count 12 samples, and I have six of those. So yeah. that's... I what's, used si- the, what's six times... Three, 18. 18. So that's almost 200 $2,000 in my hand. I'll have six of them in my hand. Uh, either, like, I'll, I'll, I'll have washed them or I'll have them ready to count. That's, like, almost that's like $2,000 just in the palm of my hand. my algae cultures. 
Just, oh, to count? I just used the hemocytometer as a slide whenever I needed to as a slide. Um, really? I had to check. Because um, you usually, well, they initially, have the grid, right? Initially, it was a hemocytometer. Initially, when they first started the algae culturing, they would have to, they would have to count the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they stopped counting the numbers and they just checked for movement yeah. and it just kind of continued in the, um, uh, SOPs just to use the hemocytometer. Oh, okay. Um, but it, rather than a glass, just a glass slide? Yeah, because the hemocytometer has it, had a, had a, like a glass slide cover on it and everything, so you just, you just Yeah, you up. just put the slide on and then... Yeah. Because it has that little divot in it to yeah, yeah. to inject because you yeah. probably do like 10 it's always 10 microliters of the hemostometer yeah, yeah, yeah. Microliters. um yeah there's expensive shit like when you're a new person in the laboratory and just find mm-hmm. out how expensive shit is it's like uh i walked into a work one day and there was a a box on my desk and it had four four 500 milliliter bottles of, mm-hmm. uh, it's called RNA later for preserving um, oh for preserving, for preserving RNA RNA yeah because we're doing uh, fish liver and caudalfin dissections mm-hmm. uh, and we had to preserve them yeah. to analyze them later also oh, you preserve the tissue yeah, the whole preserve, tissue from each of those yeah, organs the fish liver is like the size of half a sunflower seed they're tiny what well it was they were they were are you how big are the fish they were young coho oh okay. they were about, they were about the, even, the big ones were like four or five inches even then their livers that tiny small some had bigger ones some had smaller ones how about the sunflower seed yeah maybe maybe one sunflower seed on the bigger side i guess the only fish i've ever dissected was a shark and they're like mostly liver Cause you're gonna take vertebrate biology, right? Yeah. You'll see. You'll see when you dissect your shark. You might get a male shark. You might get a female shark. But either, either way, there's like a huge part of them that's just liver. And a lot of a sh- I think uh, it's um. Well, the dog, thing is- dog, dog shark. Cause we get a shark and it's about it's about maybe, this is about three feet, three feet long. That's about three feet, yeah. Yeah, they're about... Yeah, they're about three feet long, I think. And you have to dissect the whole thing, essentially. You have to expose all the major organs, and you have to find certain uh, veins and arteries, because eventually in the lab uh, test, there's going to be a little neat little pin in one of yeah. them, and it's going to be, like, numbered, and you have to name those. You have to know which ones those Oof. are. That sounds awful. I'm, I'm so glad I'm only taking two courses at that time. And you're going to have my notes, too. <laughs> well, it's not the notes so much that I need. Um, it's just the homework. Can you just give me the homework? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember if there was really assignments um, for that course. Well, the thing is about the, the with, with the, like, um, so we're doing coho salmon, which is a salmonid. Yeah. Um, which is similar to rainbow trout and such. Yeah. Um. All of their organs are in the front, like, third of their body. Mm-hmm. All the back is just muscle and bone. Yeah. For swimming. It's just their tail. Yeah. So, like, they just got itty-bitty little... Little organs? Little, little organs, little livers. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so I had this box with four bottles of this, two liters of this RNA later stuff. And uh, one of my supervisors comes up. She's like, yeah, just uh, just so you know, uh, this, you know, we need to have these in, um, we need to have these pipetted into little DNA one milliliter vials. Mm-hmm. Um, or five milliliter vials. Oh, you had to aliquot it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I had, like, a repeater pipette. Oh, so satisfying. I've... Man, a repeater pipette sounds so good. Oh, it's so good. I don't have a repeater pipette. Should, we probably have one somewhere. I'm pretty fight sure. for a repeater pipette, man. I think we have one. I think we have get, an anal... You, I think it's called, like, an analytical pipette. You, you, you program it? it can, you program how much you want it to go in? I'm pretty sure one of the lab... I'm pretty sure one of our... One of the, the lab... The, the senior lab techs were just, like, telling me about this this fantastic pipette. We had, we had three... We had two of them. I think we had, we had, we, we got one for the lab and he was showing me everything and he was like super stoked. You're going to be like, look, you can have like preset programming into it. It was a multi, I think it was a multi-channel, a multi-channel. It's 10 channel and you can control how far apart the channels are with a little knob. Yes! 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 That's what he was showing me. You have a little, you have a little plastic trough that you pour your stuff in and you stick it in and you put it in and then you stick it into your tubes and So anyway, I did that with like... 2,000 tubes. I Do have. I have to aliquot 2,000 of something? A lot, man. Whoa, so did you have just rows of 10? So did we you had, have we, 20 rows of 10? We had we had our trays. Is that 2,000? 20 rows of 10? That's 200. That's 200. So we had we have trays and each, or racks, tube racks, and each tube rack had 40 tubes in it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, each rack had... What, 40 tubes, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 20 fish, each mm-hmm. fish had two tubes, one for the tail, yeah. one for the liver. Yeah. Oh, so you had pieces of tissue in the... And then we had the... five fish yeah. per tank, and each tank had two treatment replicates. Mm-hmm. Two treatment replicates? Oh, so it was like uh, tail organ... And then tail organ for each fish, I guess. Tail liver for each fish. Each, tail, each liver, fish tail, you liver. cut off the tail and cut the liver open. Yeah. Cut the liver and put it in there. Um, they had a lot of replicates. Was it was it two replicates per there fish? There was there was control. There was point one two five. There was point two fifty point five, one two and five. And then oh, there so was all there those was a concentration. There was all those concentrations, for, and then there was for a certain thing that depuration you time. So um, depuration time. So we do the. It was marine diesel, so we do the marine diesel test. We mix it up, mm. put it in the tanks, throw the coho okay. fish, and then at or no, maybe it was just time. No, it was definitely time and concentration. Mm-hmm. Um, we had like a. Oh, 140 tanks. Yeah. Um, oh, jeez. We had a lot of tanks. How big were the tank? Were they just like... They were 20-gallon tanks. Is this about... No, that's about a 10-gallon tank. A 20-gallon tank, you're looking 30 by 18. 30? No. No. 20, 22? Mm-hmm. 22 or 24 by 18. Footprint. You're not going to be able to do it with I'm your trying to do it with my arms. Um, it's, it's it's bigger than what I what so I can. We had we had all our concentrations. Point it's one. It's bigger than this. Bigger it's, than I mean, as much as my arms can measure. 
for a tank. I mean, that... I feel like this is pretty big. That, that, yeah. and that. So, like, this then, right? About, about, it's about a wide hug. Is the, ch- is the tank about a wide hug shape? Yeah, yeah. Like, you so, could, you could wrap your arms around that, that tank? Yeah, but you wouldn't be able to touch your hands together on the other No, side. no, no, but I mean, like, you could, you yeah. could comfortably have your hand... Anyway, yeah. the point being... Yeah. It was, we had point one, two, five, point five. Yeah. One, two, and f- four or five, I think. And mm-hmm. we had all those concentrations. We had times. Yeah. So, like, 24-hour, 42-hour, Oh, the amount of time hour. And then exposed we had, to diesel? Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we had depuration time. So, what that means is we had a second set of tanks set up at the five-day mark. Yeah. Or the seven-day mark. A second set of tanks set up at the seven-day mark. Yeah. Where we take the fish out from the diesel water and put them in just straight water. Oh, so it's like and a then, recovery and then, time. Yeah, and then again, 24, 48, 96, yeah. four day, six day, or seven day, or to whatever. To see if it, I guess, this, their system. It was just to see the how they react out. to marine diesel and like what the. None of them died. We weren't expecting them to die, but we wanted to see if we could find any. Alterations, alterations in their DNA because we were preserving the DNA and they were going to be doing DNA extractions and stuff Mm -hmm. and sequencing to see what it did. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, I had well over a thousand of these tubes to fill. Oh my god! And they're like the five milliliter ones, and each five milliliter one, maybe they're two point five mils. You know Mm -hmm. the little conical tubes I'm talking about. Conical. The bottom, oh. the, the, what's the, what's the, what's the, what's the name? Round for bottom? Were they round? What, did they have They're those, like, plastic? They're pointed at the bottom. I use usually 15 mil tubes. They were way less than 15. With still, like, the conical? I've yeah. never used anything less than... No, they're just little EV guys. Because, yeah, because I use, I usually use Falcon Eppendorf tube. Eppendorf tube. Oh, okay. Yeah, little guys. Yeah, I use 2.5 mil Eppendorf yeah, tubes. Yeah, probably 2.5 then. Yeah, because 2.5 is... Like the larger Eppendorfs, and then you have your 0.5, which is about. Yes, yes, it was not with the 0.5 ones. The 0.5s, okay, so, they come so in like the using, trays of 10. So you're using trays of 10? Yeah, they, the, um, for the DNA extractions and such. Yeah. And, um. Your Eppendorfs come in trays? Yeah, they're like trays of 10, and then the lids are just one long strip. Because. I've never used that before. Um, because. We have Eppendorf tubes in bags, but they're all the. Well, the, the when they're running PCR, ones. they need like blanks, they need controls, they need oh, positives, so you just have and they need strips negatives. of tubes with yeah. it. So all the lids are in one strip that you just. Yeah. The, the, tube, just... the tubes are on a strip and the lids are on a strip. Oh, neat. Yeah. I've never. Yeah, I've never worked with that. We, we even That's had like. We even had like um, little, little spinny centrifuges designed for those. Oh, designed for. Yeah, how do you send... Do they, I guess, you can It's just bend two them? strips side by side, just like that. I guess four, actually. So you... But, like, when you centrifuge they're not, them, they're they not, need They're to not be actual centrifuges. Circle. You just kind of press and hold for a few seconds, and they spin up. It's just to force all the DNA to the bottom. And it's it's for, like... Not a vortex. You're not, you're the not, vortex is the opposite of that. But, like, how does... So they're in strips... It's not like you're not, you're not creating a pellet or anything. So that's a vortex then. You're just pushing it to the bottom. 
What? Don't worry about it. How do you... Okay. Don't worry about it. That's... It's not important. Um, thousands of these things. But anyway, so my supervisor comes up. I've got these four bottles on my desk. Yeah. And she's like, uh, yeah, so fill them up. I don't know if we're going to use them all. I just ordered this much. Um, if we have any under open bottles at the end, we can send them back and they'll take them back. Mm-hmm. Um, so use what you need to. And then when we're done, we'll send it back. It's a really good thing they let us send them back because they're worth $500 a bottle. I'm just like, ah, what? And it's like $2,000 worth of stuff just sitting on my desk. Dude, <laughs> I remember the first time that, because I use BMP4 for one of my medias that I, I use. Uh, and it was really weird because one... Uh, lyophilized uh, tube of BMP4. I can't remember how many grams it was, but yeah, ordering it is really crazy because it's uh, $1,300 for a little tube of this of this um, mm. born morph- bone morphogenic protein 4. It's, it's insane how expensive it is. It's pretty crazy, just like being like... Yeah, just science stuff. Expensive. Yeah, science of, especially uh, my coworker. He's doing a whole bunch of things that require a lot of different materials and he like external material. Ordering things internally is really is really good, just because um, it's so much cheaper to mm-hmm. order it internally because it's what we already have. Yeah. So of course we we only pay for the the um like the net cost of it in terms of materials and in terms of like labor. And some of the some of the the costs don't even involve labor labor, because we can I can I can look up a product and see what the actual net cost of it is, and that's what we're paying internally. It's only for the net cost. There's no mm-hmm. markup or anything for marketing yeah. or anything. But yeah, but there there are some things that we can't order internally, like some cytokines, mm. just because we have to leave it for customers to order. If we if we take up the internal stock, it means they can't sell it to customers, and we lose profit. Yeah, ordering ordering some things externally is pretty crazy. Just it's so much cheaper to order internally, but we have to order it externally to make sure that we have an ex- internal lot for customers. Mm. And it's just like, fuck, we're spending like thirteen hundred dollars on BMP four, and we could be spending so much less mm. if we get it internally. But like, there's the risk of us not being able to sell anything. Yeah, because we make as the, we have to think about the company. Yeah. It's like, oh, we, but it's like, it's hard because like, we only have so much budget mm-hmm. and it's like, we're being told to order this thing inter- externally because we can't use up our internal stock, but our internal stock is like 10 times cheaper. It's like 10 times cheaper, but it's just like, fuck, we would spend $1,300 on BMP4 or, you know, on a different supplier. It's just, oh, it's hard. It's weird. It's weird uh, submitting a request. Having that kind of power. It's so weird being like, I need to buy this thing. It's thirteen hundred dollars, and it's like, and then and then you send it in and it gets approved by the, whatever the senior scientist for the group is, and then you're like, that's thirteen hundred dollars that we're spending, <laughs> just on this one molecule, 
that we need to yeah. make up a media. One type of molecule. It's not just one molecule. It's one type. Yeah, so being before. It's, there's many bone, bone morphogenic proteins. Okay. Well, I'm going to go back before I feel like we should end this. I think we've been going for almost two hours now. Yeah, it's been, it's been a while. Um, yeah. As I started saying before about ADD and ADHD... I feel like that was years ago. It was a long time ago. And I just remembered I never finished. In the same way that people who are always on their phones are training their brain to be less focused. Mm -hmm. I believe that you can train the focus back in. Right? Oh, just not needing, not feeling the drive. Forcing your brain to do something else. Learning, learning... Teaching your brain to be okay with not having something to do for a little while. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because, you know, on a daily basis, I feel that that drive to look at my phone. And sometimes it's more of a social thing where it's like, I need something to look at. Like, mm-hmm. especially if I'm on the SkyTrain and if I'm standing up and I'm like, I don't know where to look, look at your phone. I feel like that's a, a lot. What's, what a lot of people end up doing. It's just they need somewhere safe to have their eyes. That's a city thing. That's yeah. That's a very city thing. People in small towns don't do that. It's pro- That's probably true. Yeah, it's probably because you're in a crowd. Small town people, when they get on the sky train, it. they make eye contact with people. My mm. uncle does that. Yeah. He tries to make eye contact with oh, people. Oh, just to be like, what's up? He tries to have conversations with people. Mm. Because, like, that's what you do in small towns. Yeah, I've had I've had some people do that on the sky train. There's like one time an old lady sat next to me. Now I was like in a handicap mm. spot, but there was two spots, so it was like that's my justification for sitting down. Because mm. I'm like, if the handicapped person still needs to sit down, they have the seat beside me. Mm-hmm. And at first she was just like, "Hey, you shouldn't sit here." Mm. And then I was just like, "Oh, I sat here just because there was there was space to sit down, but like I can move if you want me to move." And she's like, oh, no, it's okay. And then, like, a few minutes later, she was, like, reading the sign. And she taps me. She's like, I want to (laughs) apologize. Because this, I think she read the sign. And the sign says Oh, she thought it was, like, a handicapped spot? It was, she thought it was, like, a mandatory Like, like, like a handicapped handicapped parking spot kind of thing. Yeah, she's like, and, and I think the, what the signs on transit are, like, um. It's, like, offer the seats to people. It's, it's, you're supposed to offer when there's a person that needs it. And she's just like, I want to apologize to you because, uh, yeah, it's like a, if there's a need, Mm -hmm. you can, and I was just like, oh, no, no worries, no worries. And yeah, yeah, we like started talking about the weather and just, we started making small talk. It was, it was like nice. Yeah. That's what, I mean, I mean, my uncle also doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't have a smartphone. It's not even, it's not even not having a smartphone. It's not having any cell phone or maybe he does, but he never has it on. It's just like a little, it's got numbers on it. More of an emergency. It's got a keypad thing on it. Yeah. 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 I feel like, yeah, I feel like a lot of people say the same thing about like when their phone, like they, either they forgot their phone at home or their phone dies early in the day and they just like don't have a phone. They feel really good. They feel I remember one of my high school friends was telling me about this a while ago. I think he forgot his phone at home and he was like, he was like, it was the most freeing thing mm-hmm. that he had ever felt. It was like when you go backpacking. 
Yeah, where it's just or all you have to do. And there's no reception. Oh, that's so nice. Just like I'm gonna leave my phone turned off in my tent. Yeah, or just like, oh, this is a a nice picture. I'm gonna take a picture, and then the phone goes back into your pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find they have the only thing I I use my phone when we went backpacking is just for pictures. Just like, yeah. oh fuck, this is nice. I have to preserve this this imagery. Yeah. But yeah, there was like no pretty much no drive to cuz like when you're when you're going hiking it's just like your mind is like this is not phone time. This mm-hmm. is like walking time. This is time to look at how everything looks around. There are a lot of people like, "Oh, I got to let everybody know that I'm hiking today." Oh, yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah. That's kind of like sometimes I feel the drive to like do that sometimes cuz I feel like I feel like I need to share things, but I need to be that social media presence. Yeah, I People, feel like I've apparently come... I was talking to Illy about it and yeah. how I'm, I'm bad at Instagram. Yeah, and I'm like I just I... don't. I feel I feel like if I'm posting things about what I'm doing, I feel narcissistic. I feel a little gross. That's that's why and, I I've really fallen behind on like I and, have an Instagram account but I like don't use it. Illy was like, I people love it. that shit though. People love looking at what other people are doing. Yeah. Right. And it's true, because, like, I got a notification, like, I very rarely post to my story, because I don't yeah. get the point of it. Yeah. But, uh, I got a notification once, like, 30 people watched your story, and I'm like, why the fuck are 30 people watching my story? Because they want to watch my story. Yeah. Right? I feel like that's, whenever, there's, there are times when I'm like, oh, I want to post this thing, and then, I don't know, this is probably more of an anxiety thing. Which is like, like sometimes I'm on Facebook and I'm like, somebody posts things and I'm just like, who cares? Yeah. And then when I want to post something in my brain, I'm like, also like, nobody cares. And then it, it stops me from, from sharing certain things. Like, mm-hmm. stops me from sharing photos. I'll be like, oh, I want to sh- share photos. Or there's sometimes where I feel like, oh, I should share this thing that I did. And then a day passes and I... And the drive to share decreases by about 60% in my brain. I'll, I'll be like, there's already a day, day gone by. What's the point anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. 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 I just, I feel like, why am I sharing this? Am I sharing this because I just want people to be like, oh, this is what she's up to I today. prefer sharing things on Facebook because the process to share, pictures specifically. Yeah. Nobody uses Facebook anymore, but the process of sharing pictures on Facebook is so much quicker than the process of sharing things on Instagram. Is it? There's like three pages you have to go through to share a picture on Instagram. Oh, oh and you have to you do like do, hashtags and all filters. that? You filters. You don't have to do descriptions and hashtags and you have to... I mean, I feel like you can do the same thing with Facebook. You can. Yeah, you right? You can. Or you can just go... Share. Share a picture, caption, send, right? Yeah. That's true. Right. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like maybe Instagram is becoming the new Facebook. I feel like maybe more people are into Instagram. This. Oh, way more people are using Instagram. That, way more younger people are but using Instagram. But Instagram is yeah. owned by Facebook, so it doesn't matter. Is it actually? Yeah. Instagram, oh. WhatsApp, all Facebook properties. Even WhatsApp. Oh yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Damn, so you're pretty much Facebooking all the time. Yeah. That's interesting. I, I totally didn't know that. Really? You didn't know that? I didn't. I mean, I'm not surprised just because Facebook is such a... 
It's sort of the Sith of the, the, the face, face of social the interaction. Facebook is the internet. They just own all the shit, right? So it's like Facebook and Google. It's kind of the internet. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. They're kind of what you think of when you think of the internet. Google is really Google is really what you think of when you think of the internet. Yeah, Google is pretty much uh, like the deity of internet. Mm-hmm. There's the first there was Google and then all and the sub Google. gods and goddesses are like social. Yeah. Like there's the the god of Reddit, there's the god of Facebook and things like that. But like yeah. Google presides over like if there's no Google then I feel like everything else sort of And then there's everyone crashes. hating up, hating on Mark Zuckerberg. Which I don't think is okay. I'm sure I've talked on the podcast about Oh yeah Mark about Zuckerberg how and how he's probably on the spectrum. And everyone continues yeah. to make fun of him for being a robot. And it's like, why are you? Why are you allowed to do that? Just because he's mm. a billionaire doesn't mean that he doesn't have problems. It, yeah, it, yeah. It does. It's like, oh, he's a billionaire, so you're allowed to make fun of him for having autism. Is that mm. what it is? No, you can't. I mean, I'm. I'm not. I. I'll admit, I was also just like, oh, he's like a reptilian person. He's like initially when that whole trial thing was posted, I did. I pretty my brain was pretty much like, oh, he's the strangest person ever. Oh, everybody did that, but yeah. like, I mean, and then and then you start thinking about it and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, like yeah. it's when you when you own something as big as Facebook, you can't control it anymore. You can, he probably barely yeah, controls no, anything that goes you, on. He, I mean, he's he's definitely a big part of it, but you're not signing every fucking marketing contract. You're not talking to every person who's paying any money on Facebook. Yeah. You're just not doing that. You're paying people to make those decisions for you. Yeah. But ignoring that, there is a disproportionate number of people in Silicon Valley yeah. who have autism. And because the working in the tech sector and uh, what Facebook is and you know um, software companies and such, the coding coding tends to attract people on the spectrum. Because it's very logical. It's very logic-based. It's very logic-based. Yeah. You don't have to worry about feelings and social interactions. I it's tell you to do this, numbers. if that's what you do. Yeah, numbers right? and commands, um, patterns. So they probably really recognize patterns, so they get really good at it. There's a lot of people in... I mean, I don't want to say specifically why, but the, the simple case is there's a dis- disproportionately high number of people on the spectrum who work in Silicon Valley. Right? Yeah, and great. why we we see Mark Zuckerberg, we see him at conferences, we see him in front of Congress, we see tons of videos of him, and he acts fucking weird. He always has. It's not just yeah. this one-time thing. Yeah. He's weird. And people are making fun of him for it. And it's like, hello, this guy probably has something going on, mm. right? Why are we allowed to make fun of him? Right? I mean, even if it is just like... Because I know anxiety can make people act very, very strangely. And, you know, some people are aware of it. They're like, oh my god, I'm acting crazy right now. It could, you know, maybe it could be like an anxiety thing. It could also be a spectrum thing. But either way, it's just like, he's having a hard time. 
that that trial was probably the most stressful thing he's gone through in a while. Probably. I mean, just just looking at him, just he like the 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 videos that I was watching, or even just like the gifs that I was watching. That's a person who's like just shitting their pants just a little bit every moment. Or maybe he just thinks he's supposed to be shitting his pants. <laughs> like. Oh no, he looks like he was sh- definitely shitting his pants just a little. Just like the stress of being like, oh god, also, everybody's looking also, at me. I have to answer these questions in a way that is, you know. A lot of people are just like, oh, he's acting so robotic, but it's just like. There's a way that you have to interact with mm-hmm. with in these situations that you just have to you just have to talk also, in that way. People who don't people who didn't know that Facebook was collecting their information you should not be oh, using the on. internet if you didn't know that. Yeah. Right? It's just like after that, you know what happened after that whole that whole thing went down? Yeah. Every fucking website tells you that it collects cookies. And it's not like all of a sudden websites started collecting cookies after oh, that I thing. Totally, it, I I have websites noticed that. were like, we need to cover our ass, or the same thing is going to happen to us. I did notice that actually, especially on yeah, I, because when I'm on my phone on a site, everybody fucking does it. And do you think the biggest fucking website in the world isn't going to do that? I've, I've actually so that happened sort of after the whole trial thing. Yes, right? I kind of noticed that. Like Every I, website. I never really thought about that, but you go now to a that you news say website that, and they're like, "Hey, we're tracking your." It's just information. like it's just like it's something I go, "Okay, okay, okay, okay." Yeah, yeah. I've noticed that a lot There's, of the sites I when I when I go onto the them the first time, either I exit out of it or I say accept or I press the page, just be like, "Get rid of this thing," mm-hmm. and yeah, I've noticed that it happens with a staggeringly yeah high occurrence now yeah. for just random sites. If, if you don't know on. you're having your data collected, like, I'm sorry. What do you do? That's your fault. Yeah. Like, if you hadn't figured that out, yeah. if you wanted him to find out which friend you are from f- friends, if you're a Ross <laughs> or a Joey, like... Oh, my God. And you There's, did... And it's just randomly... Like, those, and those it, Facebook and it, quizzes, right? Yeah. And it just... It says, okay, well, we need all this access to your information. And then it sits there loading, and it says, you're a Rachel. What... What do you think... What do you think it wants? What do you think those quizzes yeah. are doing? What... What data do you think they're pulling? Yeah. I see that and I'm just... Like, there's a lot... There are a few friends that I have on Facebook that, that do those quizzes a lot. And then back in the day, I would be like, I want to do this quiz too. And it would be like, we need all your information. And I'll be like, no. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. It'll just be... It's like nonsense quizzes like that. Like Which, which Disney princess are you? Which Which Harry Potter house are you? What would you look like... As a cat. What's your spirit animal? Yeah. What's your Patronus? Yeah. Essentially, essentially things like that. Or like, what is your, what does your sign say about, or when are you going to have a baby? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Things like non, like nonsense How things. old were you when you lost your virginity? Yeah. Just like, or based on this quiz, we're going to learn how old you are based on, and it's yeah. probably based on like cartoons you watch and things like that. Or uh, this quiz will tell you when you're gonna get married and how many kids you're gonna have. Just absolutely yeah. nonsense quizzes and things like that, and people share them and and, and other people do them. Mm-hmm. And it's just like obviously this is just for. Yep. What was that? That was my candle breaking. The glass. Yeah. <gasps> oh my goodness! Yeah, look at that. Finally happened. It just. The wax isn't leaking out yet, though. So. Did it go all the way down? 
I don't know. Maybe the sticker is keeping it the together. The sticker started melting. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. See how it's all black and burnt there? <gasps> oh, yeah. Look at that. All right. Well, with that, I'm going to shut this down because we've been going for two and a half hours. Oh, jeez. All right. Thanks for listening to our ramblings. <laughs>